FTC is suing Microsoft and plans and wants to block the Xbox Activision deal from going through. This does not look good for Microsoft given the actual context of why this is happening. They're actually referencing another acquisition that Microsoft did and showing that there were commitments and assurances made that were not honored and we're looking at the ZeniMax Bethesda acquisition as sort of that precursor to this deal and why the FTC is getting involved and why they're saying, listen, we we don't think this should go through. I'm going to read through some of their commentary. Why are they doing this? What's their reasoning? What exactly was said and to which regulator about the ZeniMax acquisition? And now we're looking at Starfield and Redfall being exclusives in the wake of assurances made and it's sort of shaking the foundations of that confidence to say, oh, they're not going to hurt the market. So we're going to pull from a couple of different articles. I've got stuff from Game Rant. I've got stuff from the Washington Post because I really wanted to make sure I combed over this and try to understand what exactly is going on. Is this just posturing from the FTC? Is this just, you know, the government trying to get in the way of stuff? We know that the EU is looking at it. We know that recently China said, listen, we're not going to look at a simplified version of this. You know, Microsoft wanted them to take a look at a more simplified version. And the UK and the EU are just now sort of coming to the end of things. And we still don't know what their conclusions have been. Now, I want to continue to push back on the people who frame this as Sony is trying to stop the deal or this is Sony versus Xbox. I know that YouTubers, I know that gaming journalists do this. They like to frame it in sort of a tribalistic way because it gets the clicks. It gets people to come in and look at their video and read their article. But that is not what this is fundamentally about. This is not Sony versus Xbox. This is not Sony trying to stop the deal. This is regulators. This is governments looking at the markets and saying this could be massively disruptive. And now there's a pattern of behavior from Microsoft that doesn't look all that honest in light of the recent acquisition that already went through for them. So this was the actual quote from the FTC as to why they are doing this. The FTC believes that allowing the deal to go through would potentially harm consumers as Microsoft would have means and motive to harm competition by manipulating Activision's pricing, degrading Activision's game quality or player experience on rival consoles and gaming services, changing the terms and timing of access to Activision's content or withholding content from competitors entirely. Now, some people are framing this in sort of a, well, Sony does that, this is hypocritical critical. I will address that in a moment because I think that is just grossly misunderstanding the situation and injecting unnecessary console tribalism and bad comparisons into the discussion. So they're essentially saying, listen, you would be able to completely control all these things. You'd have means and motive to hurt your competition. This could harm the market. You're not buying one game. You're not buying a year of exclusivity in a contract. You're buying up an entire publisher you're buying up a portion of the market now you might say well hang on a minute microsoft's made a ton of assurances they've said no we're not going to do that i i myself have said phil spencer's on record multiple times establishing confidence in call of duty going forward on playstation it would not be financially viable for them to take call of duty off of playstation and microsoft tends to agree with that they're like no it wouldn't it wouldn't be viable for us to do that it wouldn't be profitable they have a fiduciary due to their shareholders and the roi on this deal would be in jeopardy if they didn't sort of plan to have that continued distribution model of blizzard activision property they're on record saying they're counting on that continued revenue 
Well, you can look at all that, and all that sounds great, but unfortunately, Microsoft has a history of saying one thing and doing another. According to the Washington Post, Microsoft has a record of acquiring gaming content and then using it to squash competition from rival console makers, according to the FTC. The agency cited Microsoft's acquisition of game developer ZeniMax, and it says that the company's subsidiary made titles including Starfield and Redfall exclusive to Microsoft devices, despite previous assurances to European regulators. So they're saying, listen... You made assurances to the European regulators you weren't going to do this, and then once you owned the property, you did it anyway. So what's to say you won't do the exact same thing with Activision Blizzard? I don't actually think Microsoft would do that with Activision Blizzard because it would completely disrupt the financial purpose of this buyout. They're trying to buy them because they want software, and they want to put software everywhere. I actually think that that's true. I don't think Microsoft is trying to play some kind of a shell game here, but that's not the FTC's concern to think through conjecture or potential profit projections for Microsoft. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys did this before. You bought a company, you made assurances to the European regulator you weren't going to do it, and then you did it anyway. Are you going to do it again? The FTC's Bureau of Competition Director, Holly Vadova, had the following to say in a news release. Microsoft has already shown that it can and will withhold content from its gaming rivals. Today, we seek to stop Microsoft from gaining control over a leading independent game studio and using it to harm competition in multiple dynamic and fast-growing gaming markets. They are looking at the gaming markets as volatile, viable, growing fast, like we don't want to disrupt this, we don't want to let this thing go through, because Microsoft's assurances don't seem to be worth the pen and the paper that you write them on. We don't even know if anything official was said. Again, these could be meetings, these could be interviews, these could be private assurances made, so there's nothing actually documented, there's nothing actually written in stone, so they're able to sort of walk it back. Game Rant had really bad framing of this, and I continue to see YouTubers framing this in a very poor way, or glorified bloggers who posit and pose as gaming journalists, and they're not, because journalism would be investigative, it would be fact-finding, and a lot of gaming journalists this day uh, and age aren't journalists. They're glorified content creators, they're farming AdSense, they're trying to get you to click on their article, they don't have the integrity of, you know, the old days of investigative journalism and they frame things with a bent uh, with a bent and a, and a bias and a slant because they're trying to get people to click and the framing from Game Rant I thought was pretty terrible they said what's interesting about the FTC complaint is that it accuses Microsoft of potentially doing what Sony already actively does with the Call of Duty brand Sony's deals with Activision have seen entire game modes withheld in Call of Duty games for upwards of a year and COD titles still release PlayStation exclusive content okay the reason that framing is pretty terrible is because that's not even remotely comparable to what we're talking about if playstation goes to blizzard activision and offers them money and says hey we would like exclusive rights to game modes or skins or battle pass items for a year before microsoft gets them the beauty of that relationship is blizzard activision can say no They can say, no, it's our property. We don't want to do that. They have the right to refuse because Sony doesn't own the property. 
So being the platform and owning the property and then therefore being able to control where it goes is significantly different than approaching the ones who own the property and attempting to broker a deal. This happens all the time with products. Big companies approach the people who make the product and say, we would like to get it early. We would like to do this special thing. You've seen this with Walmart and uh, and GameStop, right? If you pre-order with them, you get a certain item, okay? They're approaching the product owner and brokering a deal that's just healthy economic competitive edge making that's not the same as buying up the property and then being able to control where it goes so you can hurt your competitor these are not comparable it's not a functioning parallel it's called a false equivalency when you act like well sony's been doing it why can't microsoft do it Sony has not attempted to buy up a $70 billion acquisition. That's another thing that gets lost in this debate is that, listen, this is the biggest gaming acquisition in history if it goes through. It better be combed over. It better be looked at because it could cause massive disruption to a very healthy and growing market. And since Microsoft has a pattern of doing one thing and saying another, I think it's warranted to take a look or at the very least take a closer look i mean you don't have to stop it but you 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 gotta look at this thing i think with a fine-tooth comb now that was my show open we then discuss this with the live audience so if you're watching the past broadcast i try to prepare a little show open so you can get all the information right away if you want to continue watching great make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button that way you're here for these live discussions i do not run advertisements during the live stream so if you want to support the stream in a way that helps live streaming in this ecosystem consider becoming a member or checking out any of my sponsors below i'm wearing some christmas shirts periodically from 80s tees because it's december and i am wearing glasses from gamer advantage all those links are provided below and then you can click that join button to get into all of the exclusive members only content so good morning good afternoon and good evening guys thank you so much for being here make sure you're going through the rituals there's over 300 people already here so smash that like button and we are doing a really cool incentive every time you hit a 25 member goal i gift five members we went crazy yesterday i gifted a bunch of members to you guys so you can get that started right now by jumping in as a member or gifting a member yourself who wants to be the first elgin miller says well i'll be the first to renew welcome back in to the reforge gaming membership i appreciate that very very much what's good feed i see you in the chat what do you guys make of this Okay, what do you make of this? I think the most shocking part of it was when they said, listen, you made assurances to the European regulators about Zenimax, and then as soon as you own the property, you're like, no, that's ours, yeah. I mean, Phil Spencer literally did interviews after the acquisition and referred to Bethesda Properties as like, that's going to be first party stuff. Like, I, I, I specifically remember covering that because people were like, I don't know if Elder Scrolls or Future Fall. I was like, no, 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 no. Phil Spencer is referring to that Bethesda property as theirs, right? Phil Spencer looked wore down last night. Yeah, I don't want to project on a man, but he, he, he didn't, he didn't look like he was, he didn't look like he was excited and full of energy. I've come across this interesting thread this morning. 
So Barrier found a thread about this very situation. This guy says, I dug into the issues around Bethesda Zenimax that the FTC says gives them pause about Microsoft's potential actions regarding Call of Duty. It looks to be a big part of the attempt to block the deal. What I found is pretty awkward. In the FTC's press release this morning, it criticized Microsoft for making Starfield and Redfall Xbox console exclusives despite assurances it had given the European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. Microsoft has said previously that it has kept its word during the Zenimax thing citing its commitment at the time of purchase to honor existing deals for Zenimax games it says it told the EU that future games exclusivity would be case by case but if you read the EU's decision on the Zenimax deal Microsoft was making all the arguments it now makes about why it wouldn't deprive Sony of Call of Duty it wouldn't make monetary sense not enough people would switch consoles ETC leading the EU to conclude therefore according to the notifying uh, party Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making Zenimax games available for purchase on rival consoles notifying party is Microsoft So when the FTC says they feel the ZeniMax deal is a preview of what would really happen, there you go. So it sounds to me like Microsoft didn't lie, but they made a lot of the same argumentation, right? They made a lot of the same argumentation. It was like, it doesn't make financial sense for us to do this. uh, Why would we do that? We are, well, we're not going to do that with Call of Duty and they're like now wait a minute you said all the same things back then now they did say oh it's case by case after these existing contracts we'll handle each game case by case well well, okay at what point will you start taking that attitude with other property again hear what I'm saying I don't think that Microsoft has a vested interest in taking any Blizzard Activision property off of Sony. I don't think they have an interest in doing that. I'm simply telling you this is why the FTC is getting involved. Yo, my man Slow Mobius jumping back in as a member, and it's a member plus. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate that. I'm not telling you that Microsoft is lying to us. I'm saying the FTC is like, wait, 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 wait. This all sounds familiar. You guys said all the same things when you bought Zenimax, and 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 then you made stuff exclusive almost immediately, almost immediately. Like existing contracts. Well, who cares? Of course, there's legalities involved there. Of course, you honored existing contracts. That doesn't give you feathers in your cap. You you bought a company after saying, "Look, man, it's not financially viable to limit where these go. We'll make less money." Etc. It's like, okay, you're saying all the exact same things about Call of Duty. How do we know that you're not just saying that to get the deal to go through? That's the FTC's logic on this, which I think, as a regulatory body, that's how it should go. As I predicted, Bill Clinton won again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best thing about it, I, it it's it's terrible and a little scary and you know hopefully other people don't get similar ideas because that's just not what these events are for but the internet is undefeated the memes that have been born out of this have been fantastic here's your thoughts on wayfinder i think it looks awesome i have wayfinder written down i want to jump into the beta next week Blue Protocol looks great. Remnant 2, Banishers, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to do a rundown of the Game Awards with my good friend 30 and So Gaming during the weekly segment we call the Reforge Rundown. It's usually going to be the second segment on Fridays. Um, basically, they've proven they will only follow up on their word if it's in written binding contract form. Right. That's it. That's exactly the logic. Exactly, uh, Miyako. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all, y- y'all made assurances and said... You know, uh, we're going to buy Zenimax and we're going to honor existing contracts and we're going to handle all future games on a case-by-case basis. Okay, they didn't say that every single game would would be everywhere, but then they used similar argumentation that they're using with Call of Duty. They argued the money angle. Oh, it's not going to be good for us monetarily to limit the scope of these properties. So... If, if I'm, yo, D-Tom, <clears throat> thank you so much, D-Tom coming in and starting things off on the member goal with five gifted members. If you just got a gifted membership, I hope I get to see you tonight when I stream with my wife. We'll be having a blast. Nara, uh, Nara Kappa, Logan Schluter, Chris Norrell, Brian Coe, and Three Mile Island. You guys just got gifted members. Setting us up right away with already five. It's anytime we hit 25, I gift another five. And we keep doing that, right? When we hit 50, I do it again. So... You guys feel like paying it forward or helping that? If you can't afford a membership, watch and be here as often as you can. It will increase the likelihood that you get one. Even things like chatting and pressing the like button, I think, help as well. Also, when you press like, it helps more people find this video. Mo says, and not take anything off. They never took anything off. Right. I'm not saying they did, they took anything off with Zenimax, Mo. The, the, the logic here is very simple, okay? I'm not saying that Microsoft is lying. I'm not saying that Microsoft lied to the European regulators. I'm saying they used similar argumentation with the European regulators when they bought Zenimax. The idea being, look, it's it's not financially viable for us to shrink the footprint of software or to limit where it lands. We're not going to we're going to honor existing contracts. We'll handle future games on a case-by-case basis. So the European regulators go forward under the assumption that like, oh yeah, it's not going to be good for them to limit things. Like listen to the quote According to the notifying party, according to Microsoft, this is the EU conclusion, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making Zenimac games available for purchase on rival consoles. Do you understand what that means? It means that the EU regulator approved the purchase of Zenimax under the under the heading of like it there's no incentive for Microsoft to limit ZeniMax games. And guess what happened as soon as Microsoft owned ZeniMax? They limited where those games were going to be available. Starfield and Redfall, Xbox-only titles. Xbox and PC. So they're not going to land on rival consoles. The very thing that the EU thought, well, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They made assurances that it just doesn't make enough sense and also they use the same argumentation in the Zenimax deal that they can't get people to switch consoles this is the second time Microsoft has used that argumentation big picture questions does this change your stance on the deal it certainly it certainly is concerning yeah it certainly is concerning I still fundamentally believe that Microsoft wouldn't do it with really really big titles 
okay because this is what somebody's gonna do they're gonna push back and they're gonna say lono starfield's a new ip redfall's a new ip that's not the same as established franchises like Diablo and Call of Duty. Microsoft's not going to do that with giant titles like that. That's one of the reasons I think that Microsoft has publicly put all of the focus on Call of Duty. It's the biggest fish in that pond that they want to buy, okay? So, many people would push back and be like, those titles are brand new, all right? I think my pushback would be, well, what about future Elder Scrolls titles? What about future Fallout titles? These are brand-recognized franchises that, according to Microsoft, yeah, no, those are ours now. Those aren't going on the other consoles, okay? So you have to ask the question, how much of Blizzard Activision is Microsoft willing to limit in scope because... They were certainly willing to do it with Starfield. Starfield's one of... It's probably their most anticipated title. Do you see the logic that I'm using? It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Does this mean that there's a lot of stuff under the Blizzard Activision umbrella that you're willing to limit the scope of as long as it's, like, not a gigantic title like Call of Duty? If you say case-by-case basis and then you say exclusives don't make sense financially, you have then implied that even on a case-by-case basis, you are not likely to do exclusives. That's exactly right, Eugene. The reason that the EU concluded that Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles, the reason the EU concluded that is because Microsoft argued that. They argued that, and that's what they've been arguing recently. They got caught. They got caught. It's like in those movies where the guy is going out on dates, right? And he and he's using he's using a line. And the the woman that he used the line on, you know, a couple weeks ago is behind him and she's like, "Uh-uh, honey. He used that line on me." That's what happened. That's what happened. The EU's like, "Hey, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. FTC, they've said this before. They they've they've said this before." They, they, and then they, and then as soon as they own Zenimax, they were like, nah, this is our stuff now. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to do that with Blizzard Activision? Because it, it case-by-case basis, sure, sure, sure. There might be some new IP from Blizzard Activision that you want for your own. Ah, okay, that's fine. But what about all these other titles? If you're just tuning in, thank you so much for being here. We are covering the Xbox Activision deal blocked potentially by the FTC and why the FTC is getting involved. Make sure you are smashing the like button. If you want to join the conversation, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much, DTOM, for starting the member train and member goal this morning. We greatly appreciate that. A little bit ago, somebody ordered some coffee, the triple threat a bag of light roast, dark roast, and the Frickmas blend. You guys save a little money when you do those bundles. And the coffee is in Louisville. We have been told by FedEx they're bringing it today. It's here. I'll hopefully be able to show you the bags at some point today. Uh, hypocrite talk? Hypocrite talk. What, what's the hypocrite talk in reference to what? I feel there needs to be a carefully worded proposal of purchase contract that guarantees Call of Duty will always remain on all current and future platforms. Will that in writing may help? Bowers, it's not about Call of Duty, and that's the real kicker. 
that's more proof that Microsoft's playing a PR game. It's not just about Call of Duty, bro. They're buying a massive amount of property, okay? Let's say they do that, Bowers, as a thought experiment. Let's say that Microsoft puts in ink that Call of Duty will remain on all consoles in perpetuity, okay? That doesn't matter because there's so much other property that could get yanked from other platforms or not put on other platforms, and that's what the FTC is worried about. You told the EU, listen, man, it doesn't make financial sense for us to take stuff from other platforms. And then you get ZeniMax, and you're like, (laughs) yeah, Starfield and Redfall's ours. So is the Elder Scrolls. So is Fallout. It's all ours now. Oh, okay. Are they going to do that with Blizzard Activision? Yeah, we'll let everybody have Call of Duty because it's a leviathan of revenue. But, uh, you know, uh, Diablo 5, that's ours. There's all... Activision Blizzard has so much property, it's not just about Call of Duty. Gilly says, it's important to note that the FTC isn't suing in federal court. They're suing in their own internal court. This is likely because they aren't looking to cancel it, but looking for concessions. That's very possible, Gilly. 40 plus IPs, that's a lot. That's exactly right, Angel. Like, they're making it about Call of Duty because that's what the public is thinking about. They're driving a public narrative. They're like, everybody's worried about Call of Duty. Stop worrying about Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. I'll be honest with you. The tweets that Microsoft sent out where they were like, we're, we're, we entered into a deal or a commitment. They, they entered into a commitment with Nintendo for Call of Duty to be 10 years or whatever. That looked absolutely silly. That didn't look how they wanted it to look. Didn't look how they wanted it to look. It's like somebody saying, yeah, I've got receipts. And you're like, okay, show them. Like, well, I'm not going to show them. Well, okay. It just it just felt desperate. It's like, what are you offering Call of Duty to Nintendo for? What are you doing? The, the, you, they don't even have a console that can play Call of Duty. They don't even have a console that can play Call of Duty. So... You offering a 10-year deal to Nintendo. Who the frick cares? You'd have to literally spend the next five years developing a version of Call of Duty that would run over there. So half of your commitment is null and void, basically. Which can run Doom. It can run COD. Nope. You're forgetting a very important aspect that separates Call of Duty from Doom, Gilly. And do you want to know what it is? Netcode. <clears throat> COD Mobile could run on a Switch. Yeah, but that would not be Call of Duty. Right now, when people think about, oh, they're going to put Call of Duty on Switch, they're not thinking about mobile. They're thinking about Warzone. The cash cow, the coup de gras, the king of the castle, the big dog in the room is Warzone. You are not going to get Warzone to run on the Switch. You're not going to. Now, if there's some version of the Switch coming that's incredibly strong, okay, maybe I'll have to make an addendum to what I'm saying. 
But as it stands right now, a 10-year commitment to put Call of Duty on the Nintendo Switch, it just looks stupid. It's like, first and foremost, that market doesn't even play Call of Duty. What are you talking about? It it hasn't done commercially well whenever it's landed on the Nintendo. Because you had World at War and there was one other one they tried to do with it and it didn't go well. So if you suddenly tried to put the mobile version on Switch, I think that'd go over like a lead balloon. It would go over like a lead balloon. And number two, if you tried to put Warzone on there, what were we talking about in the wake of Warzone's launch? What were we talking about in the wake of Modern Warfare 2's launch? Do you guys remember? All the optimization problems. And yet you think you're going to take that hog, that hoss of a game, and you're going you're gonna to shrink it down and throw it on Nintendo. You think you think so? Just stop, Warzone on Nintendo would crush? Why do you think Call of Duty stopped trying to put its games on the Nintendo platform, Jake? If what you're saying is true, then Activision Blizzard is incredibly stupid. Why would Activision Blizzard not be right now creating a version of COD to run on the Switch? Answer me that. Riddle me this, Batman. Why on earth would Call of Duty right now not be on the console that has the greatest saturation in the market? Tell me. Make it make sense for for my brain. As he says in Philadelphia, explain this to me like I'm five years old. Seriously, the Nintendo Switch has the greatest market saturation of any console right now. And Call of Duty's not over there. Why? Why? Just a massive audience that could be playing your game. Make that make sense to me. Do you ever think that maybe 48% of the people that buy and spend money in Call of Duty do it on the Sony platform, and in the Asian market, that would be considered almost a wasted effort. Listen, Call of Duty's got a foothold in the Asian market on the Sony platform. If you send it over to Nintendo, market research would dictate that we wouldn't get that much money from it. It wouldn't be that profitable, and we'd have to dumb the game down so much that it probably wouldn't do that well. Todd's on Switch, it's called Splatoon. Yeah, you Splatoon's just booming over there. So that's the point. You want to sit here and act like, oh, no, no, Microsoft's commitment to put COD on the Switch is a big deal. Really? Why the frick hasn't Blizzard Activision done it? There's a reason. There's a reason. Right now, if you look at the way that Blizzard Activision has handled Call of Duty, it's everywhere it's on mobile it's on old consoles they're putting out raids they're putting out spec ops they're putting out the dmz they want every single edge of the gaming populace to be able to enjoy something about call of duty so you better believe if you could get call of duty to be commercially successful on the switch they would have already done it because the switch's market saturation is bonkers The Nintendo Switch market saturation is greater than the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X and the S. It's literally a massive platform. So it stands to reason that there are really good reasons Call of Duty is not on the Nintendo Switch right now. There's really good reasons for it. Microsoft's planning on putting COD on Switch. Yeah, but what if that's just public posturing, Viceroy? Yeah, we've made a commitment to put Call of Duty on the Switch. We got a ten-year. We we made a ten-year commitment uh, to to Nintendo. 
who the frick cares what if you can't even figure it out what if the devs can't make it work what if nintendo says no what if the netcode infrastructure since nintendo switch's internet stuff is pretty bad have you ever played any of their stuff online it's not very good all right and the absolute hoss of what warzone needs to run well I don't think it's going to work on the in- the internet architecture of the Nintendo Switch. I I don't think so. Have you it, it, play any of their games online and try to tell me with a straight face they're going to get Warzone to run well? Get frick out of here. Warzone runs on mobile now, yes, and mobile games run on completely different internet architecture. You understand, like, go play go play something on the Nintendo Switch Online. Do it. It's awful. It's super laggy. Their first-party stuff is laggy. My kiddos played, like, the Nintendo Switch sports game online with people. It's freaking terrible. It was always lagging. It never worked well. And you want to play a BR shooter on that platform. It was posturing, man. You See, this is it. We just spent 10 minutes talking about this. Do you want to know why? You're falling for it. You're falling for it. This has nothing to do with commitments and contracts and Call of Duty. No. Nope. That's just them trying to get the public to be like, all is well. All is well. They're going to make sure Call of Duty stays everywhere. And the FTC's like, well, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You guys said all this before. You, you, you told the, the European regulators that when you bought Zenimax, it didn't make financial sense to limit those things. It, you, you, that was the same argumentation. Quote, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making Zenimax games available for purchase on rival consoles. So the EU approved the Zenimax purchase under that guise and as soon as they owned Zenimax what did Microsoft say these are all our co- these are all our titles now yeah there's interviews where Phil Spencer refers to like the Elder Scrolls that, that's an Xbox title now wait a minute what? you just got done telling us that that wouldn't make financial sense and now and, that, and, and and you're doing it so really, really you said it didn't make financial sense to do it, but what you really were saying is, we're only going to honor the contracts because, you know we, we'd probably get sued if we didn't Eugene says, antitrust regulations are not about what the company says they will do, what they've contracted to do, it's about what they have the power to do antitrust regulations blocked a merger that would have resulted in a 5% total market share because that would have because of what it would have done to the market the FTC is concerned about the third largest company in the world buying their way to third in the market and then bringing the full power of their company to bear on the game's market to control it that is exactly right. Think about it. You, they block something that would have resulted in a 5% total market share. Okay? The FTC is looking at Microsoft. Third largest company. Like, third in the market. 
They're concerned about the third largest company being also then third in the gaming market as well, and then they can bring all their financial support to bear on it. It's, it's, it's Call of Duty this, Sony this, Jim Ryan crying, you are falling for gaming journalism propaganda. None of that is what is going on. It isn't. They're just getting your ad clicks and moving on to the next, you know, how to get all the unlocks in Fortnite guide. That's all they're doing. Here's an article framing it as if Sony is lying. Here's an article framing it as if, uh, as if, as if, uh, you know, Jim Ryan's crying or being a hypocrite. Yo, Belanjude gifting a member, and it goes to Tim Preston, pushing us to six. Six out of 25 on the member goal. I have to gift five members when we hit 25. Every time we hit 25. So keep it going. It's great posturing, but I don't see the deal not going through. They are going to need more than the amount of speculation to block something like this these days. No, they're not. The FTC blocked something a whole lot smaller recently, Solemn. You're not paying attention to what the FTC is capable of, and you're not paying attention to their posture and attitude about this. They literally just blocked something recently that was a whole lot smaller than this. Hoglaw's just doing it for ad clicks. Don't know the man, and I'm not going to say anything about his character, but do you think anybody's creating YouTube content not for ad clicks? If I stopped lawyering and I start YouTubing, where do you think my motivations lie with respect to how I'm going to pay my bills? Like, I don't know him. I'm not questioning his integrity. But you want to sit here and act like a YouTuber doesn't care about ad revenue? Get the frick out of here. Why do you think I'm constantly talking about members? Because I'm a live streamer and I don't get ad revenue that much. Like, that's how I do what I do. This is his job. He's still lawyers. Five months from Brian. Thank you so much. Lono, uh, Lono, it sounds like a bunch of folks have been watching someone else's videos. Cough, cough. Hogue takes a lawyer approach to videos. It's more about informing people about the legality of the law and what the FTC is doing and what they plan to do next. Listen, if you're going to come in here and you're going to run some narrative that, well, Hogue said this and Hogue said this, do me a favor. Just go frickin' watch him. That's not what I'm doing here. I don't want to play fallacy of the expert with you. Where you're gonna run to some lawyer and be like, well, he's made videos and he's... Fine, go watch his videos and support him. I'm not doing that, right? I feel like a lot of you come in here and when you can't win the argument, you want to be like, well, I mean, well, Hoag said this. I don't frickin' care what he said. He's not the be-all, end-all on anything. He's just another person with a perspective. Belanji with a $2 tip. Thanks for co-hosting the awards last night. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah, I've got two lawyers in here that commonly weigh in on this. And I'm never like, well, well, Eugene said, well, Zubair said. I don't do that. I don't sit there and let lawyers argue for me. People aren't paying attention to Lena Khan's FTC. This ain't your daddy's FTC. 
Yeah, there was a there was the penguin random house thing, and then there was another thing they just busted up. Wasn't there the th- didn't they just stop? Didn't they just do something to Facebook? Here's all my notes from the from the game awards. That doesn't look very good on camera though. Let's get that out of the shot. <laughs> the Nvidia and the in the ARM deal is very much different than this. Nvidia is the leader in the market and by a large margin. ARM would be essentially for AMD to even make cards and their drivers. I expected more notes, TBH. It was hard to take notes because there was so much good stuff happening. Yeah, Facebook par- Facebook parent Meta admits defeat after the Giphy deal is blocked by the UK competition regulator. So the UK competition regulator brought, blocked uh, uh, Facebook's parent company is Meta, and they wanted to buy Giphy. Blocked. Kroger went through something with the FTC recently, and then recently there was the Random House thing. This is, this stuff's getting blocked. Stuff's happening. And the the latest FTC trend is we don't like consolidation. We don't like big tech consolidations. We don't think that's a good idea. And and you think that they're going to look at, they're going to look at a $70 billion acquisition. The, the literal biggest acquisition in gaming history. And they'll be like, no, let's let it go through. It's fine. Hogue's pretty neutral. People just want to hear what they hear instead of breaking down what Hogue is actually saying. It's very consistent with what Lona was saying. Yeah, I don't know him and I don't consume his content, so I'm not going to sit here and try and interact with somebody's summary of his content. But don't tell me he doesn't care about ad revenue. Even he would probably say, well, of course I care about ad revenue. Is he making really boring content? Are his thumbnails bad? Is he picking irrelevant content to talk about? No, he's not. He's got good thumbnails. I've seen him. He's picking relevant topics, and his content's probably not boring, given that it's been successful. So, it's there's no way to divorce caring about ad revenue if you're a YouTuber. Get the frick out of here. Like... That has nothing to do with his integrity, by the way. That's why I said, I'm not going to comment on his integrity, but I'm going to say, don't try to run some narrative that, like, he doesn't care about ad revenue. Shut up. (laughs) Solemn says, if there were a good enough reason to block this deal, don't you think they could have used that already and shut it down hook, line, and sinker already? They clearly have much bigger cases uh, on this affecting the market other than 5%. Well, I don't think they can just block it. Yo, Quintar Silver. I'm about to turn the alerts off. That's going to be too disruptive. That's too many. 26 gifted members. That means I have to give five because we just blew past the goal. I have to do that every 25, by the way, so you guys can keep doing that. Gemini Christmas. Techie Fool and Kyle and Lady Natsu, The Learning Curve. Bello. Hangry Higgs. Jesse Mack. Raising, uh, Rising Alex. Schwartz. Zelda Jansen, Nemesis, Zoe, Choop Creates, Just Wait, Dillian Messer, Fox Hop Smash, Hey Fox, Tattoo Evolution. Wait, Tattoo Evolution? That's that's old school. Tattoo! That's old school. I think I hung out with you at one of the conferences. Like dinner, I think. Right? We went to that... What kind of a restaurant was it? Noah Kennedy, Jacob Honeycutt, and Alexa. I gotta do five myself now. Sword Tower says, yes, thanks. Just got a member. Welcome on in. 
Microsoft wanted peace, but now the gloves are off. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that response, by the way, Mo. We wanted peace, but, you know, we're prepared to fight. What do you mean you wanted peace? What are you talking about? So, so you're going to walk into the market and do the biggest gaming acquisition in history, and you quote-unquote want peace. No, you want money. Shush, 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 shush. Shush it. That's it. We wanted peace. Knock it off with this hyperbolic, self-righteous language. Shut up. You wanted peace. That's just injecting something into the conversation that isn't there. Oh, well, we just wanted peace. And the big meanie FTC. Shut up. Why are you even talking like that? You sound dumb. You sound like some self-right... Go write a twit longer for frick's sake. You know, the FTC really made me uncomfortable. Like, come on. Stupid. We wanted peace. I'm just waiting on the dirty laundry. You, well, you, on whose dirty laundry? What are you talking about? You... you you think Microsoft? You think Microsoft's as pure as the driven snow? Aren't they being? Isn't there an investigation right now into the fact that they colluded with Activision Blizzard to do this? Take attention off the fact that Activision Blizzard had a whole lot of controversy. All right, have you have you seen that? <laughs> what do you mean? As a gamer, I want more choices, says Jake, and this gives me more choices. How? Hope it goes through, and with this going through, I hope Sony changes their minds and puts new games day and date on PS Premium. See, no, you don't want choices. You are cheap. You you didn't say you wanted more choices. You said, I don't want to buy games. I hope this goes through, and then Sony changes their minds and gives me more games that I don't have to purchase. That's what you just said. You, you didn't say, here's how it's going to give me more choices. You said, oh, I hope this disrupts the market and I have to buy less games. Because Yeah, because that's good for the market. That's what we need. That's what we need. We need more gamers committed to not spending money. That will be really good for the market. Mm-hmm. Dude sounds like a Sony fanboy. You sound like a thoughtless, cliche YouTube commenter who doesn't have the intellectual ability to engage in an argument, so you choose a very lowbrow insult that doesn't apply because you can't get in the ring with me. You're welcome to get in the ring with me, but since you resorted to calling me a Sony fanboy, you probably can't get in the ring with me. I doubt you can. They wanted peace, but they started this whole thing off by making private convos with Jim Ryan public, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted peace. We wanted peace. You know, we we went out into the market and and we we tried to run a a, a PR game on the public by taking private conversations with Jim Ryan, making them public. Started telling everybody about Call of Duty. He made it public. No, he didn't. No. Mm. The conversation with Jim Ryan was one that Phil Spencer made public first. And Jim Ryan said, what I thought was a private conversation just got thrown into the public. You're not remembering what happened. I've covered this pretty 
consistently not we we've tried not to cover it too much because it just it just it wears me out a little bit no jim ryan didn't make that public phil spencer did he said hey man i've 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 made i've made a private commitment or something i forget the phrasing i like the awards it was really really good sweat i love how people simp for these giant corporations what me spending money on more games gives the guy down in the coding raise the blank see having to, to explain basic economics to you I, I guess is needed because nobody's intimating or attempting to claim that if you buy a video game it makes sure that Charles in the coding department gets a raise nobody's intimated that or said that you're just propping up a straw man okay because you like to use words like simp is just such a intellectually deeply rooted term the fact of the matter is is that the more healthy the revenue streams are for a game or franchise the more incentive there is for the publishers and the parent companies to reinvest in said property or expand bandwidth and hiring of said company a rising tide lifts all boats essentially So if you look at the success of certain franchises and then you look at the next franchise iteration that comes out, the the platform or the company grew, the game grew, it had more stuff. We can look at certain companies right now and see that working. That ecosystem is working, okay? So if you disrupt that ecosystem and you basically give all of those revenue streams a reason to either dry up or decrease, it will then turn into a dangerous situation where you don't have that vested interest to reinvest in the company. If you think when Activision Blizzard gets bought by Microsoft, let's just say the deal goes through, if you don't think that Microsoft's going to almost immediately get rid of redundancies, lay people off, and close down some of the studios, you're kidding yourself. They're 100% going to do that because that's one of the first things they're going to do to ensure ROI on the deal right so you also have to see they have to fold these games and franchises into a market where people aren't buying this is one of the reasons why i've always said this is a really 900 iq play by microsoft because they can add great first party content to game pass but then sell it elsewhere and still make profit on it because if you bought call of duty and just threw it on game pass you talk about an absolute loss of revenue that i mean your share value would plummet You'd probably get sued by your shareholders if you did that. So when you foster an ecosystem of non-purchase, look at Netflix as an example. Subscription model has a ceiling, and it has to be subsidized by something else. And if you go too far down that road, you end up having what happened with Netflix. They spent way too much money on all their first-party content, and they weren't making it back on subscriptions. So now they're needing to subsidize their model in another way. They're offering, like, base-level subscriptions, and they're putting ads on their platform. Do you understand now? Like, when I said, yeah, that would be really good for the market, let's give a bunch of people more reasons to not buy games, that's why I said that. I'm not talking about somebody in the coding department getting a raise I'm talking about you gotta maintain margins you want these companies I've always said I want game companies to make buckets of cash because that means they're gonna keep reinvesting in the thing that I love to do 
You can say that I'm simping for big gaming corporations, which is literally just showing that you don't have the ability to argue or articulate your thoughts in an intelligent way, so you just use some dirty word. Well, he's simping for corporations, which is reductionist and an oversimplification of how I typically approach these subjects. I'm not simping for Sony, and I'm certainly not anti-Microsoft. I want Microsoft to nail it. I want their... I want their uh, their first-party titles to crush it. I want Starfield to win awards. Why? That's that's good for me. It's not good for me if Starfield comes out and is a dud and crashes and burns a week later. That's not good for me. That doesn't do anything for me. That's just one more game I have to quickly move on from and not talk about. That's not good for me. So. I want things to do well and I want things to flourish. And when it comes to this deal, right? I never called you specifically a simp, but you did call me cheap, so there's that. Yeah, because you are cheap. If you're going to approach the gaming market and say, I really wish Sony took all their first party titles and put them on a subscription service so I didn't have to buy them, homie, own it, wear it. That's being cheap. You're approaching your hobby with a frugal, cheap mindset. You are. Wear it. Like, what? you know what I'm saying? Plenty of people do that. There are people that get into a hobby. Let's say they get into, like, model trains or fishing. And they buy the cheaper stuff. They buy the cheaper paints. They buy the cheaper sets, right? They're being cheap about it. They're like, I'm not really into this. I'm not hardcore. I don't really care about the endurance of these acrylics or the reflection of these paints over here. All those things that like a super hyperactive model train guy is going to care about. I'm just kind of being cheap about it. I just do it kind of casually, right? So having that mindset is fine. But you said that in the wake of saying this gives me more choices how does it give you more choices how let's say they do and they find a new way to enjoy their hobby for a less price cheap or smart it's see but you're trying to establish a a, a measure of of virtue to it are they they're being smart when i'm saying cheap i'm not like you're being a cheapskate scumbag i'm saying you're being cheap you you want dollar you want dollar menu gaming and dollar menu gaming like look at any look at any market look at any market when you drive the price down what tends to go down with it what goes down with it value so when you want to buy the cheapest cheeseburger You're being cheap, right? That's fine. Be cheap. Be frugal. Go for it. But do you honestly think you're going to get a really quality cheeseburger? You think you're going to get really value-laden food? When you shop for really cheap clothing, right? I'm not insulting you, by the way. Maybe you really got to be frugal. Maybe you are really struggling to rub two nickels together and times are hard. You know as well as I do, the things that you have to buy when you're forced to be cheap you're getting cheap stuff as a result. 
So do you really think the gaming industry is immune to that axiom and that reality? Do you think it is? Well, if we foster an ecosystem of penny pinchers and cheapskates who don't want to buy anything, they want everything for free, that'll really drive value up. No, it won't. I'm finding my finances true. I'm smart. Trust me, I'm smart with my money. Again, you're making it about you're making it personal. I don't care if you're a millionaire or you're on the verge of bankruptcy. I, that doesn't matter to me. I'm not talking about you personally. It doesn't matter. I don't care what you do with your money. You could blow all your money on 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 lotto tickets and then be like, I just don't have any money for video games. Like, I don't give a frick what you do with your money. That's not important to the discussion. How does buying a game at 70 make that game better than playing the same game in a subservice for a cheaper price? If you have a healthy relationship with the consumer of supply, demand, value, transmission, okay? The healthy relationship. The, the better the product the more people want it, the better it sells, the more company, the, the, the more money the company makes, they can reinvest in the next one. They can reinvest in updating it. They can reinvest in quality, whatever. If you threaten that relationship and people spend less money on that product and, and, there, and therefore then that company makes less money, you are threatening the, the cycle of reinvestment. How I just I don't understand how that's so hard. How is that so hard to understand for you? I, I, do, I don't get why that's so difficult to grapple with. Like, imagine you're a business owner and you make wooden chairs. You make wooden chairs. And you charge a premium for those wooden chairs. And you make you make this much money this is how much money you make on every wooden chair you 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 sell this is the money you make i'm not talking about the price this is your margin of profit okay because you spend this much on the resources your tools sharpening your tools you know the supplies and then you got to account your hours in there so you shave all that off the top here's your profit margin okay because you're charging a premium price per chair and every time you get one of those chairs what does it guarantee you can keep yourself supplied with resources you can make sure your tools are sharp you can continue making chairs now i want you to imagine that someone comes to you and says i don't want to pay a premium price for your chair i would like to pay you a subscription so that you get guaranteed money i want to put you on a chair retainer so that every month I get one of your chairs. Okay? The danger there is that if you got way more of those people to subscribe to your chair retainer, you'd start making less money and your margins would shrink because now you're giving away more than you're getting back. You are breaking the virtuous cycle of saying, I'm making something of value. It's being purchased at a premium price. And then I can reinvest 
in everything else that I'm trying to do. Maybe you want to hire an assistant. Maybe you want to get into not just chairs, but tables. Do you see? So I'm trying to make it very simple for you because game development is massive. The projects are huge. The scope and the breadth of these companies and what they do is absolutely humongous. And when they make a product and the margins on the product are threatened by a percentage of the community that doesn't have to buy the game you are now in the situation of the guy with the chairs well I'm making less money now look how many chairs are going out the door and and I didn't get that premium on each chair so then his his revenue his revenue shrinks his margin shrinks and guess what he has to let that assistant go that he hired and that assistant made him more efficient it made him faster it got him more business you're missing a piece though the chairmaker is owned by a mega corporation no i'm not missing a piece i'm stripping it down to a very clear and crisp example of when you sell something at a price and you can measure the margins on that item you, you can disrupt that by making that chair's value go down with a subscription service. I think that argument is irrelevant when all the control of that piece and profit and ability for us to be cheap, the power is in the company's hands. We just do what is common sense. But it's not in the company's hands. It's in one company's hands. If Microsoft buys all these companies like they did with ZeniMax and they decide, listen... We want you to put your game on Game Pass. The measure of of Starfield's success has now been muddied. How do you quantify, how do you measure how much money Starfield made? How? How? How do you do it? Well, there was an uptick in um, in Game Pass subscriptions. Oh, okay. So, how do you justify reinvestment into Starfield? How do you justify expanding Bethesda's teams? How? Engagement is king. Engagement isn't money. Engagement isn't money. Why do you think Netflix ran into this problem, Mo? Netflix says... We're going to spend big money on first-party programming. It gets people in. What was the pattern with Netflix first-party programming? Second season didn't impact margins enough. Cancel the show. Starfield. If Starfield doesn't impact Game Pass enough, or maybe there's DLC for Starfield, or maybe there's a sequel, whatever the frick you want to call it, and you look at that and it doesn't impact margins enough they'll they'll shrink they'll shrink that team they'll cancel they'll cancel future projects they will game pass is not netflix okay not netflix it's just a subscription model that necessitates really really good first party products to be invested in to winsomely get people to buy into the subscription service but you're right it's not like netflix at all Amazon Prime is owned by a mega corporation. Did that stop the price from going up? Right. 
I was talking about gaming in general, about that power message, not specifically Microsoft or this deal. I was talking about our ability to be cheap is controlled by them to begin with. They make the prices, services, and the business models. They respond to the consumer. It's a symbiotic relationship, Solemn. It's a symbiotic relationship. Like, they're, they are looking at what consumers respond to. It's in, in, some, in some markets, it's called a race to the bottom, right? So I remember when I would buy emotes from a guy when I was over on Purple. I always told him he didn't charge enough, and I always heavily, heavily tipped him. I, I, I paid him about three times what he charged because I thought he was the best. I still think he is the best emote designer in the business. We're still using the emotes he designed for me, even though I have long hair and all of the emotes, okay? And I had a conversation with him about it. I thought, because I was in graphic design, I had my own graphic design business prior to being a streamer, and when I raised my prices, I got better clientele. Thank you so much for ordering some Reforge Roast. Irish Jack ordering some Dark Roast. Thank you so much. And so I told him, I said, you need to start charging a premium for your th- for your for your emotes. They're so they're, they're so much better, right, than all the other ones out there. And he told me that in his experience, it's a race to the bottom. The streamer the streamer clientele, number one, streamers are they're generally pretty awful, right? They're just awful. They're they're usually injected with a massive amount of ego and hubris. They think they're God's gift to entertainment when they're not, and they think that they're going to pay you through exposure, or they think that you know they're doing you a favor by asking you to design emotes for them. So dealing with streamers has to be just off awful, okay? And he said that anytime he tried to charge a decent price, it was just a race to the bottom. They'd be like, well, I can go to this person for that much. I can go to this person, and they'll charge me this much, right? And so what happened in that market of buying and designing emotes is what? The cheap, penny-pinching consumer base affected what the the distributors could charge. Let me say that another way. The really, really cheap, penny-pinching streamers drove the price of emotes down. What do you think happens to the quality of an emote when the artist is like, I'm making about half of what I would like to charge? What kind of work do you think you get from that artist? Do you get their best work? Do you get a top shelf emote? No, you don't. And that's why I always paid this guy about triple what he charged me. Why? I got to cut in line. I got primo treatment. He would rush my stuff and do multiple iterations with me. Why? Because I was paying him what he was worth. I saw the value of what he added to my business. It was an enduring value point. Emotes are always there. I'm still using them to this day, and I wish I could work with him again. (laughs) He didn't reply to me the last time I DM'd him. Do you see? Just in that market alone, just emotes in the streamer verse. You if you drive price down because the consumer's being cheap, the work you're gonna get 
is going to reflect that. Best case I can make. Clearly didn't pay enough. <laughs> no, cancel culture is a son of a gun. That's what it really comes down to. Anyone played Choo Choo Charles? I thought we should play Choo Choo Charles tonight with Madam. I thought we should play that tonight with Madam. I don't understand why we keep going on about saying it's not golf or making anything that it said sustainable and profitable. I'm not sure what you're saying, Mo. Doom with a $10 super chat tip. I'm glad this deal will be blocked. Microsoft is being shown the way Sony does business is the only way to get back in the mud fight with your 23 studios. Your broad plans of leaving the console are dead. Thank you for the $10 tip, Doom. In addition to my message above, every company has to respond to their consumers to make money, but the level in which they must do so instead of finding a point to hold their ground depends on the obligations they have put themselves into to where they no longer have a choice. Streamers are awful. Lono's a streamer. Deductive reasoning says that Lono is awful. (laughs) Game Pass is extremely profitable right now, and it's only going to expand. Microsoft has not said that. They've said the exact opposite. Game Pass is not extremely profitable. It amounts of 15% of the Xbox game division's profit, or revenue, I should say, not profit, revenue. 15% of the revenue, and they've hit saturation on console according to Phil Spencer. And it will go forward and only be 15% of their revenue. So saying it's extremely profitable, you have nothing to substantiate that claim. And Microsoft's current dialogue about it is that it's a piece of what they're doing and it is profitable, but it's not extremely profitable and it only amounts 15% of their revenue. So it's the small fry in the pack. It's, it's not it's not what we all thought it was. It is isn't. And if it's profitable, great. But they continue to miss projections and goals and, <clears throat> you know, missing their target by like 30 million or whatever it was. Yeah. Profitable is a real easy word to use in a generic way. Oh, it's profitable. Okay. How, how, what, what allows you to use that word? What allows you to use that word? It would be as simple as in their business plans, it has a positive impact on profit. That's all it has to do for them to say that it's profitable. It has a positive impact on profit, either for brand loyalty or uh, user logins, user activity, and they could say, yeah, it's profitable. Insomniac Black with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Forspoken demo is okay. Was stoked for the game, but now I'm kind of worried. They're going to have to bring it with the story because the gameplay won't save it. Insomniac Black, I know that you trust me, so I'm not saying this to you. But sooner or later, people are going to start to trust my instincts. When I look at gameplay and say, something's not right. Something's, Something's off. Like, Gotham Knights. The dodging mechanic in Callisto. There was a game last night where I said, that looks really cool, but I don't know about the gameplay. The movement fell off. What was it? Scars or whatever it was? It it was the game that looked like it was heavily inspired by Returnal. 
sooner or later, y'all are going to be like, I got to go ask Lona what he thought of the gameplay because this guy don't miss. Because I don't miss, bro. I've looked at gameplay so much. I immediately can tell, like, something's not right. (laughs) Something's off, bro. Something's clunky. Something's weird. Uh, Combat fluidity seems off. Timing doesn't seem right. It's, I, I watch, I've watched so much for Spoken, and every single time I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Something's not right here. There's a weirdness to it. There's a lack of fluidity. Game Pass is only expanding because more people are seeing they don't have to pay full price for games. How is having a customer base that doesn't want to buy things good? It's like a family of eight going into Olive Garden every night, and they sit there for two hours and order nothing but water and breadsticks. Speaking of Returnal, it's officially coming to PC. I, yeah, I really wish we would have got a release date. The coming soon to PC thing really took the wind out of the announcement because it was like, we know it's coming. We've seen the Steam database page, so thank you for confirming a leak. Why wouldn't you... Why, why wouldn't you... Why would you wait all this time and then be like, yep, it's coming! Like, okay, it would have been more exciting to have a release date. You know, I'm not mad at Housemark or Returnal. I love that game and it's going to crush on PC. Crush. But, what the frick? We all knew it was coming. (laughs) It was in the Steam database. Give me a release date or be quiet. Yeah, Death Stranding 2 looks amazing. Looks amazing. I love seeing all of the people that like poo-pooed Kojima and Death Stranding hype being like, okay, it's actually really great. Uh, yo, a bag of Frickmas to Talica. Thank you so much, Talica. Thank you so much. Ooh. Oh. Absolutely agree with Insomniac Black. And from what I'm seeing from the demo impressions, he and Lono are in the minority. No, I saw at least three people in my Discord that I trust say... There's something off with movement and gameplay and combat. Takashi said it. I really trust Takashi on gameplay. I do. And he was like, yeah, something doesn't feel right. I've had multiple people say that the gameplay feels kind of weird. The controls feel kind of weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just wait. Just wait. There's plenty. Just like with Callisto. Just like with Gotham Knights. Wait until. Dead Space Remake. Put that one up on the fridge too. Do it. Not going to do well. Going to get negative reviews. Going to get negative fan response. Not going to deliver a $70 remake, right? Same thing's going to have a Forspoken. People are going to be like, this just doesn't feel like a, you know, a pristine next-gen title, right? Something off about it. Looks like a freaking tech test. And I, that literally, I have every reason to be excited about Forspoken. It's everything that I look for in a game. Like, I like seeing all the clowns who bash Kojima because he partnered with Xbox and then throw uh, the paintings on stage when Death Stranding 2 was announced as a PS5 exclusive. Well, I don't know anybody who bashed him for partnering with Xbox. I didn't see anybody doing that. I didn't see anybody doing that. A Maximilian uh, gameplay of Forspoken this morning. It looked rough. The dialogue and the way things worked didn't look great. And the bitrate frames, OMG. It's going to be really hard to stream it because of YouTube's compression and all of the all of the particle effects. Insomniac Black with a five. <coughs> excuse me. With a five dollar tip. Also, the amount of cursing that was in the trailers. You ain't heard nothing yet. The constant F and F is nonstop. Oh, really? In Forspoken? 
Maybe that's why they called it Forspoken. Having played the demo and the fact that the demo is available for everyone on PS5, Forspoken is winning people over. Press X to doubt. I don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in that title. So, listen, listen. I've gone into many things recently expecting it to be bad. Not in video games. There's been some shows that I've gone into being like, this is going to be terrible, and then it blows me away. So I'm going in with pretty low expectations. Played Forspoken demo this morning, and it's fun, but the combat controls aren't really intuitive and will take getting used to. Dodging was a bit janky. That None of that surprises me. And hey, maybe it can get... Maybe the demo is a great opportunity for them to polish all those things. No. I still buy games instead of doing Game Pass for all the reasons that you said. Well, thank you for the $5 tip to Papa. There was a Twitter meltdown when Kojima announced he was working with Xbox for about a week. I don't believe that. I find it suspicious that I have fans in my community. I have fans of Sony in this community, right? I don't like calling people fans, but they're fans of Sony. And I didn't see any of them get upset when he partnered with Xbox. I didn't see any of them get upset. I find it suspicious that pro Xbox people in my chat are telling me there was a meltdown and people got butt hurt when he announced partnering with Xbox. I don't believe it. I mean, maybe a couple of, like, Neanderthals on Twitter got angry. I didn't see any YouTubers, blogs, articles. Nobody in this community was like, I can't believe he's working with Xbox. There was a Twitter goof when Kojima announced that. Also, your fans are more moderate. We don't have weirdos in here. We get pretty close to the weirdo line. <laughs> we get pretty close. You don't have to believe it. It still happened. I, finding somebody on Twitter is mad about something. I can probably find somebody on Twitter who's dedicated to hating cupcakes. That doesn't mean I can be like, yeah, man, there's just there's a lot of people out there to hate cupcakes. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, running a narrative that there was, like, all these people that were angry Kojima was working at, with Xbox, I think that's a false narrative. That feels propagandistic. It's like, oh, yeah, there you know, people were really angry that Kojima was working with Xbox. I, I don't think so. There were probably a couple of idiots on Twitter, which you can always find a couple of idiots on Twitter for anything. I got another gaming recommendation. I've mentioned Remnant of Ashes before. Remnant 2 looked great. Now, I've tried playing Remnant of Ashes, and it just feels a little too dated and a little bit too a little bit too clunky. Yeah, there's somebody right there. I hate cupcakes. Found it. You understand why cake is better than a cupcake? No. I follow a lot of Twitter threads about the show. Can't say I've seen anyone upset about Kojima. Well, this is interesting. Pre-purchase The Last of Us Part 1. Did they announce that last night? Because they had a trailer for The Last of Us Part 1, and I thought it was just a regular old trailer. Did I miss at the end of that trailer that it was a PC announcement? Did I totally space out? I'm late to this. What's this thumbnail? The wait's finally over? Oh, I missed it. The price? Why isn't it 70 um, but oh, I walked away. Sorry, that's probably a Steam decision. Would be my guess. Steam probably said no. We don't want it to be seventy. 
which is interesting because you would think Sony would say, well, we want it to be 70. We want pricing parity with our platform. I'm confused by that price point as well. I'm, I'm thinking that Steam pushed back on it and said, no. I don't know how much Steam can sway the price of a game. I don't know. Sony sets the price, not Steam. Then I don't know why. Unless there's missing features. Are there missing features on the PC version? Like, is there stuff that... Is there stuff that you're not gonna get? You know what I mean? I'm trying to scroll down here. Probably didn't look too nice. My man, YouTube Lurker with a $20 tip. We've had a constant stream of Xbox fans come in and say Microsoft could convert users and could be number one with their lines or regulators to pass the deal. Did they get to come back and say now it's true? <laughs> Did I miss a tip? I feel like I missed a super chat tip. No, I read them all. Thank you for being here, YouTube Lurker. Guys, if you're not aware, YouTube Lurker was a gifting machine a while back. And we have a brand new strategy for membership. What we do is we set a goal, pretty meager, 25. And every time we hit 25 new members, I have to gift five, all right? So, I want to shout him out. Because YouTube Lurker and Eknor went bonkers crazy a couple of months ago. And we failed to keep a lot of those folks because I don't think we were properly prepared. So, I'm appreciative that you're here, buddy. And this was Wheezy's idea. And you guys have been owning it. We got so many people in yesterday. I really appreciate all of the new members. We're no longer dividing between gifted and and non-gifted. But, if you're on a membership plus or a VIP... I will do some videos for you, not live streams. If it's a members-only stream, everybody gets in. I didn't feel like that dividing line was going to go over very well. So, appreciate you, buddy. Um, game card help was built into the last of us PS5. It isn't coming to PC. Best use of cards of any game I've seen so far. Yeah, I mean, haptic feedback, 3D audio, like, is there any... I don't understand why they wouldn't just charge the same price. It's odd. It's really odd. Are they doing a sale on pre-orders? That's not really Sony's way either. Also, by the way, if you guys have been enjoying the show, we are an hour and 21 minutes into the show, and I've not run a single ad. And if you've appreciated that, do me a favor, smash a like button, consider becoming a member on your own, uh, watch as often as you can. That'll increase the likelihood you get a gifted member. And contribute to the chat. Maybe say hello. Maybe spam some emotes. Maybe say good morning. Those are all things that help the video. And we uh, we feel like we run a really, really good, uh, really, really tight ship here. Um, Diablo is the most anticipated upcoming game. Very excited about it. Yeah, we covered it yesterday. Covered it yesterday. Okay, so let me give you guys a too long didn't read. Anybody who missed the show open, okay? Why are we talking about the Xbox Activision deal blocked by the FTC? Why are we talking about this? So the FTC is suing and seeking to block the Xbox Activision Blizzard deal. They're seeking to block it. And their reasoning is pretty simple, okay? Let me read the reasoning to you and maybe kind of bring things back on course. We've gone off on a bunch of different tangents about different things, all right? They said that the FTC believes that allowing the deal to go through would potentially harm consumers 
as Microsoft would have means and motive to harm competition by manipulating Activision's pricing, degrading Activision's game quality or player experience on rival consoles and gaming services, changing the terms and timing of access to Activision's content, or withholding content from competitors entirely, right? That's what they said. Now, the reason that they're concerned about this is because Microsoft has a history of saying one thing and doing another. According to the Washington Post, Microsoft has a record of acquiring game content and then using it to squash competition from rival console makers, according to the FTC. The agency cited Microsoft's acquisition of game developer ZeniMax, and it says that the company's subsidiary made titles including Starfield and Redfall exclusive to Microsoft devices, despite previous assurances to European regulators. Now, what assurances did they make to the regulators? Okay, what assurances? The EU, the European regulators, concluded the following. They concluded Microsoft, quote, would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on a rival console. So, ZeniMax is purchased because Microsoft makes assurances we don't have an incentive to do that. We'll handle it on a case-by-case basis, but we won't really have, we don't have an incentive to do that. We're going to lose money, okay? Then... Microsoft acquires Bethesda and immediately starts talking about, yeah, we're going to honor the existing contracts, but Starfield, ours. Redfall, ours. Elder Scrolls, ours. It's like, wait a minute. You said you weren't going to do that. You You had financial reasons to not do that. And yet, you're doing it. Right? So, that line of argumentation is being used right now in the Activision Blizzard case, right? We don't have, because you keep saying they didn't take anything off, Mo. Listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. They're saying going forward. You keep saying, oh, they didn't take anything off. They didn't take anything off. They weren't talking about that. They were talking about the future. You keep missing that. They made assurances to the EU regulators that, listen, we don't have an incentive to limit the scope of ZeniMax games going forward. Now, we'll handle it on a case-by-case basis. They're not saying anything about current games. So, because they're not, the EU's not like, oh man, if you buy them, are you going to rip a bunch of stuff off of the consoles? Are you going to take a bunch of old games off? No, they're talking about going forward, what are you going to do with all this property? So it, it's 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 it. I'm not saying that Microsoft is lying about Call of Duty and everything else. What I'm saying is the FTC's logic. It's sound. It's sound. It's like wait a minute. It, okay, so you said you would honor existing contracts when you buy Zenimax, which you kind of have to do that anyway. So that's not really a strong assurance. So when we get beyond existing contracts, you're like, yeah, we don't really have a whole lot of financial incentive to do this. We'll handle it on a case-by-case basis. Okay, sure. And listen to the EU's conclusion. The EU's conclusion wasn't like, oh, yeah, you know, they might do it, they might not. It was, no, Microsoft has an incentive to not do it. And then as soon as they own ZeniMax, they're like, oh, no, we're totally going to do it. My only question is, how are people blaming Sony for this? Surely there's an angle they're taking to blame Sony. Oh, the people that are blaming Sony are the people that want to farm clicks on YouTube and, and on their on their blogs. 
this has nothing to do with Sony. The FTC is like, no, 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 no. You, you did an acquisition before. You made it sound like you had financials and you know financial incentive to not limit the scope of products that you were buying. And then as soon as you owned the products, you were like, no, yeah, we're totally limiting the scope of those products. Totally doing it. Sony for sure backing the lawsuit. Simple. What do you mean backing it? So you think you think Sony is 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 somehow backing in 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 moving the UK and the and the EU and the FTC? You think a Japanese-owned company has that much sway over the governments and the regulatory bodies of other companies of, of other countries? I should say. That's a really late Kappa Abe. FTC needs assurances. That's the whole point of bringing it to them for regulation. If you don't give them info, they need to do their job. Then they have a right to not approve. I can't wait for this to unfold. Man, you're really confident that like there aren't skeletons in the closet that are going to hurt everybody attached to this. Did Microsoft not use this and say that they wanted Game Pass on PlayStation and Sony said no, or will you say no? They basically say say it's on Sony if games don't come to PlayStation. No, I don't think that's part of the argumentation. I don't think like trying to put Game Pass on Sony has anything to do with the debate. Every administrative court is subject to review by an Article 3 court. They have to be, says Zubair. The Article 3 court tends to defer, of course. Apple sitting in the corner, says Creature, laughing their butt off about the general public pointing the finger at Sony. Yeah, Creature thinks that Apple is the ar- is the architect behind all of this. He thinks Apple's in the background making sure this happens. Guys, if you haven't smashed like yet, please consider doing so. And if you already did, you're the best. You're awesome. And you have good fashion sense. Good morning from Brit living in the UP. So what's going to happen if the deal don't go through? Well, Activision Blizzard uh, sold off as separate entities to the highest bidder. Probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how all that works. Apple, Google and Amazon are all happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're happy that this is all about Sony. They're all happy. This is all about Sony and Call of Duty. Gonna unfold that the FTC is getting paid a ton from Sony to deal with this. No, highly doubt. But the FTC knows they aren't gonna win. They're just doing it for the money. There's literally no way that that is true. That reads like a tinfoil hat piece of YouTube or that's like 4chan propaganda. That, that's that's not true. There's no there's no reason to think that Sony's writing a check to the FTC. Did they also write a check to the UK? Did they also write a check to the EU? Did they also write it did, did a Japanese owned company? Did they write a check to China's regulator who refused Microsoft's ask for a simplified submission? You th- you th- you think Sony's doing that? Come on. Stop. Don't even go down that road. Don't even go down that road. Well, I I didn't mean to approve that. I didn't mean to approve that. I don't want that in my chat, Jeeves. FTC does not give money 
does not get money from the outcome of a case, says Captain Ply. Do you remember a week ago when we were talking about this? It was pretty recently, and I was told that the FTC wouldn't sue because they didn't want to get embarrassed. Y'all remember that? Maybe, just maybe, some of the predictions and some of the deductions people have made about this situation haven't been very consistent or locked in. You guys keep say saying the FTC isn't going to win like you're the judges. Right. I was told a week ago the FTC wasn't going to sue because they didn't want to be embarrassed. Here we sit, they're suing. No, 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 they're not, they're not going to win, though. They're not going to win, though. Okay. <laughs> it's like... It's like you just keep it's like you just keep walking it back. It's like, nah, this deal's gonna go through. The UK and the EU are like, I don't know if it's gonna go through. And you're like, no, 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 it's gonna go through. It's gonna go through. There, there, there's no reason it doesn't go through. FTC the FTC's like, uh, we might take a look at it. Nah, they're not gonna look at it because they don't wanna be embarrassed. They're like, no, we're gonna sue, we're gonna try to block it. Oh yeah, but but, but they're not gonna they're not gonna win though. They're not gonna win though. It, 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 it sounds it sounds to me, it sounds to me like maybe just maybe this deal is so big and so huge that it's going to be slow going and potentially shaky and it's not going to go forward just because you really like xbox i've said from the beginning that i actually think the deal ends up going through but that it's going to take a lot slower than microsoft's going to want it to I've, i've said that numerous times i'm like I think ultimately the deal goes through. I think ultimately Microsoft doesn't have an interest in shrinking the footprint of properties like Call of Duty. I've continued to say that. I continue to believe that to this day. But I've also said I think this deal is going to take a lot longer than Microsoft wants it to. Because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of people that are concerned and want to look at it. I specifically remember people in this chat arguing they won't, they can't afford the embarrassment. You're 100% accurate that they said that to you. Yep. <clears throat> I played an attorney in my third grade Christmas play. You can trust my advice as tattoos. That's why I stopped playing on PC. You pay for expensive hardware and get a game that is barely a bit better than console, or in some cases worse. Oh, you guys are talking about PC versus console now? Yeah, Mo's the one who said it. Mo told me he's like, "Nah, FTC's not going to sue. They don't want it. They don't want the embarrassment." I'm like, "What are you talking about? That's not what they base their choice to sue on." The FTC right now has a pattern of saying, "We don't like tech consolidation. We don't like big mergers. They're very much against it. This deal is is in trouble. I, if the FTC has anything to say about it, the deal's in trouble. Does it go through?" I still think it has a good chance of going through. But I'm telling you, it's on shaky ground right now. The FTC's already blocked stuff. Smaller deals than this. I have absolutely zero evidence or facts to back this, but no way they win. A thousand percent guarantee. People have minds of their own. We don't know if the people at the FTC and the CMA are split on whether to let it go through or not. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, Eugene brought up Eugene brought up something this morning. Destin thinks it'll go through 100%. Did he actually read any of the articles or just the headlines and then and then misquote them later? Um, so, like, Eugene brought something up this morning. He said that, 
you know, it looked like this was going through and the FTC was good. And then they had like one final meeting or they had another meeting or something. And then they were like, all of a sudden somebody flipped and was like, no, this isn't going through. So we're not sure. We're not sure what happened, right? We don't know. He read the articles, didn't he? I don't know. He always struggled to read the TWAB and accurately understand what they were doing in Destiny. So I I don't have a whole lot of confidence in him reading through legalese and lawyer articles. Foreigners will corrupt governments that are accustomed to companies bribing government officials. This doesn't happen in the U.S. through unofficial channels. In the U.S., there's a legal way called lobbying. Hey, I'm subbed. What's good, Avitz? Where'd Eugene get that info? I don't know where he got that info. He, he brought it up in the Discord this morning. Where'd you, where did that come from? <laughs> he did pull up the articles, but this isn't a YouTube channel battle. If you can't tell, I don't really respect people like that for a variety of reasons. People who have zero integrity and are dishonest and, you know have a pattern of being bad at creating content I don't have a whole lot of respect for them so I don't go out of my way to bash folks but if you're going to bring them up I'll let you know what I think <laughs> they should get the best gamers from the FTC versus Microsoft and 1v1 quickscope on Rust <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to that's really what it comes down to honestly listen listen Jim Ryan Phil Spencer 1v1 on Rust quickscopes only Let's see. Let's see who can win this. You know? <laughs> I'm be, I'm be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. I think Phil would win. <laughs> I think I think I think Phil would win, dude. I don't know. Phil strikes me as a gamer. He strikes me as a gamer like he could throw down. And I feel like Jim Ryan would be like I don't know which I don't know which buttons to push. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Phil can throw down, dude. He'd smoke him. He'd absolutely smoke him. <laughs> uh, I just love how willing people are to run to someone's chat and talk about someone else's channel and the people you guys choose. Yeah, some of you guys, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Makes me feel a certain kind of way. It's like, they watch some really, really low-quality stuff. <laughs> they watch some absolute boobs. Jim Ryan would lose. Doesn't seem to be a gamer at all. No, I don't think he is. I don't think he's much of a gamer. I I like Sony and Jim Ryan. I like Phil Spencer and Xbox, but I bet you Phil could throw down. There are multiple outlets reporting that one of the commissioners flipped and it was looking to be a 2-2 split. And then Wednesday, Barry Smith meets with the FTC and Thursday they're being sued. There you go. Eugene just gave you the rundown. So there were multiple outlets reporting that one of the commissioners flipped and it was going to be like a 2-2 split. So on Wednesday, Barry Smith meets with the FTC and then Thursday they're being sued. So something came out from that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. Jim's holding the controller upside down and with a confused look. Who's Barry Smith? Uh, He was the guy that tweeted... Isn't he the one that tweeted like he had he 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 had a good meeting or whatever or he sent something um the coffee is officially out for delivery Um hang on let me make sure my wife knows Uh FedEx says coffee FedEx tracking 
This coffee is out for delivery. I hope my wife didn't go anywhere. I don't think she's going anywhere today. No, she's still here. Okay. Okay. Brad, not Barry. Oh, Brad Smith, not Barry. Yeah, Eugene got the name wrong. Yeah, Brad Smith. Sorry, not Barry Smith. Brad Smith met with the FTC. Yeah, I saw his tweet. He tweeted about it. One of them is guaranteed to say, what is Quickscope? Personally, I don't like how Eugene just gives facts. I wish he would give some baseless facts. Can confirm, Dispatch says says it's on the truck. Nice, 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 nice. We get new bags coming, baby. Get those Frickmas orders in, chat. Get them in. Get them in. Listen, we've had a great stream. This has been a really good discussion. If you've been listening, lurking, or it's your first time here, we have hot debates. We have hot discussions. You'll notice that people that were disagreeing with me, like Big Mad Mo or Jake or others, they have gold badges next to their name. That means they have been a member for a very, very long time. We go way back. We don't always see eye to eye, but we have spirited but respectful debates and discussions. And so make sure you're subscribed to the channel and consider becoming a member. We already hit the member goal, so I had to give five, all right? 24 more, and I'll do it again. So if you feel like gifting, if you feel like jumping in, you can move this. Becoming a member gets you into my members-only content. Yesterday, we checked out some indie titles just with members. It's Thursday Throwdown. I might play some games with you, or I might check out some games on my own. And there are some really good indie titles. We found one that I'm really interested in, but you got to be a member to see those segments. We do them in the middle of the day when I have lunch, okay? And then tonight, I'll be playing some games with my wife. We have some drinks and some laughs on a Friday night. So it's a great reason to be a member. If you are a member, make sure you're in the Discord and set up notifications. I'd love to see more members on a Friday night. I know it's a different time slot than here, but there were so many of you here last night for the Game Awards. I think a lot more folks could hang out on a Friday night with us. Brad Smith said something on Twitter about Blockbuster and Sony. He looks to be the guy that you want to keep on the leash. Oh no, please ask the wife to pack me a bunch of K-Cups of Frickmas Blend. Listen, you can buy you can buy reusable K-Cups on Amazon. We literally have a command for it. And then you can then you can use my coffee in it. Listening to your stream while watching Croatia versus Brazil. Oh man, that's got to be a good game. Brazil probably I wonder yeah, Brazil probably comes away with that one. I think it's plural, Gilly. I think you have to add an S to the command. Go Croatia. I don't have a dog in the fight. I bet you Brazil walks away with it. Oh, they're tied right now. Ooh, good for Croatia. Holding them to a tie. That's pretty strong. Brazil's, Brazil's strong team. We can't talk. We can't talk footies, though. Sorry, we can't talk footies. Um, Go Netherlands, but we can't talk footies. Uh, the regulators are aware of the public's distrust of big corporations and the sentiment is rising worldwide. I just want pro-consumer protections all the way around, says Salty Butta. Shut down the deal, but also, let's look into Sony for anti-consumer practices. Parody. Okay. There was already somebody who tried to bring a case against Sony for anti-consumer practices. What happened of that case? What, what happened? 
Remember? There was a case that some some watchdog group in the UK tried to bring against Sony. It got thrown out. I'm shocked. That's really surprising. It was bogus. The whole thing was bogus. They were basically charging Sony with doing things that everybody else in the market does. They Sony has parity with the market. Sony's not doing anything that the other platforms aren't doing. Can't talk footies. You don't cover uh, fighting games here. Even football is boring nowadays. Hey, you you watch your you watch your mouth, yo nerd mother with fourteen months. Thank you so much, nerd mother, for jumping back in as a member. Messi's gonna knock Netherlands out of the World Cup today. Oh, do they face off today? I have not been able to pay attention to any of it. Argentina and Orange. Wasn't a watchdog. It was a firm who targets corporations hoping for settlements uh, that they pay out to their clients. Okay, I'm sorry. It was a firm. I thought it was a watchdog group. I thought maybe they referenced a watchdog group. Maybe I'm misremembering. In any case, got thrown out. Got got thrown out. So like, I, I don't I don't think there's a case to be made. As a quick aside, Ohio uh, born native, you Ohio State fan? Not really. I mean, yes, of course I am. My wife's a much bigger fan than I am. So obviously, yes, the recent loss. That, uh, uh, not a loss. Humiliation. Listen, I don't know whoever. Who, listen, the defensive. It's it's all in the defense. The defensive coach, bro. Where was the backfield? Where was the backfield? Whether it was a run or a pass, if it was further than four yards, it was like John Travolta gif. Like where, where? It's <laughs> nobody back there. <laughs> Crazy man. I caught the ball. It was like four yards past line of scrimmage, and there's just nobody back there, brother. I just ran all the way to the end zone. <laughs> I I thought there was a. Thought there was a flag on the player, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what in the frick. I don't know what in the frick was going on. Eldering game of the year. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you are interested in a rundown, if you are interested in a rundown of the game awards, I'm gonna do one with you at noon today. The weekly Reforge rundown is back. It's a podcast with me and my man Thirty and Still Gaming. Yeah, she she like yeah she likes going up there. She always makes sure when we're up there for Thanksgiving that we watch the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a bigger football fan than me. She is a bigger football fan than me. I just don't have time. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. And I don't. Now that I don't really have a team, also a Browns fan. Oh yeah, I'll always be a Browns fan. I grew up watching them lose, so. And then I watched them get sold to Baltimore and then win Super Bowl, like, what, like a year or two later, whatever the frick. Hard. It's hard to be an Ohio sports fan. It really is. Oh. Complained about it before. That's why they're buying folks instead. Plus, they want to own the property. Okay, Corey says, the problem is if, uh, if my, hang on. 
Microsoft took course. I want to read that. Um, okay, let's do this. Okay. Uh, the problem is if Microsoft took a portion of the $69 billion they offered to Activision Blizzard and just outbid PlayStation on exclusive content, then no one will complain about it. Just saying. Yeah, but because do you want to know why nobody would complain about that, Corey? It's very simple. They're not controlling the market. They're attempting to leverage they're attempting to leverage aspects of the market, but they're not controlling it. Because they could make offers and try to outbid Sony, and fundamentally, Activision Blizzard could decline and say no. Why do you think, if you had to guess, Corey, why do you think one of what do you think one of the main reasons is that they didn't do that? What do you think? If you had to guess. Maybe because Activision Blizzard would continue to say Sony's a bigger platform. Exclusivity deals with you aren't good. They're not profitable. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just I th- I think I think that's why. I think they were like, "Listen, we could we could try to sit here and outbid Sony for exclusivity deals on all these platforms and all these games, but like Activision Blizzard will probably turn us down because it, it's it's not profitable to take any of their stuff and limit its scope to our platform only because our platform's not big enough. Yeah, instead of buying milk, you buy the cow. That's right. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee, a bag of the Frickmas blend. So many orders to fulfill. You guys are the best. The amount of money that Microsoft would have to pay to make it viable to Activision would be unprofitable. And fundamentally, what it would do, Eugene, is it would hurt those products long-term. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it would hurt that product long-term to do that. Imagine if Microsoft wrote a check fat enough to take Call of Duty and make it exclusive for like a year on Xbox or something like that. Well, that would actually harm that property. So Activision Blizzard would be like, you can't write a check big enough to ask us to kill our property, basically. Or shrink it. I think the show last night was the best he's done in my opinion. I, I, listen, I tried to tell you guys, was it the middle of last year? I was like, Jeff Keeley is going to take over as the, 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 the guy. I think he has better stuff. I think he has good connections. I think he knows how to put together that kind of a show. I kept saying the Game Awards is going to become a big pillar staple event every year. I said it's going to be... It's it's gonna hit the, the the likes of the Oscars in in quality and in and in uh, I need to hit the button on that one to affect white balance because periodically it's like way too bright over here. He did exactly what he said he was gonna do. Yeah, I I, I love what Keeley's bringing. I love what Keeley's bringing. I remember last year everybody hating on it. I was like, no 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 no. The Game Awards is gonna is gonna continue to become an absolute pillar of the gaming industry. It's gonna be our Oscars. And outside of Christopher Judge going way too long, I thought the show was practically perfect. You know, it was perfect. We're going to be talking about it during the the next show, during the rundown with Mike. I'm going to say it clearly, says Eugene. Sony's size within the market is not a primary factor. Microsoft had the COD deal on the 360 era... Uh, when they started out with the lead. <clears throat> He's definitely got some star-pulling power. Some of the guest hosts were pretty heavyweight. 
Yeah. Yeah. Judge went way too long. I like him, but that crap needed to end. Yeah, it just turned into a self-indulgent exercise. He's just like telling stories. And it's like, that's not what this is for, my man. I love you and your drip is just killer, but you gotta you gotta go, bro. You're like, you're telling stories like, oh, it's one day we're in the lunchroom. It's a really funny thing happening. It's like, I don't know what's happening right now, but it ain't the Christopher Judge show, bro. <laughs> you gotta stop, man. Thank everybody. Say something inspirational. And then get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. The game. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cannibalize the next show. We can't talk about game awards. Can't talk about game awards. We're gonna cannibalize the next show. Realistically, is there any chance the merger will be blocked and not happen? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I think there's a there's a chance this thing gets blocked. Yes. The X, the Xbox Activision deal very much so could 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 end up not going through. I think that it will. Okay. I fundamentally think push comes to shove, they will get this deal to go through. However, it's like when you check your fantasy score, right? And your percentage chance of winning uh, this is this is this feels like a 60/40 at this point. There was a while there where I thought, eh, 70 30. It's got about a 70% chance to go through. But uh, all of a sudden, somebody just slipped and twisted their ankle. And uh, it's 60 40 now. I'm like, uh, the chance of this getting blocked is going, Is I feel like it's increasing. I feel like it's increasing. They got to overcome the FTC, the CMA, the EU, and China. They got a lot of. They got a lot of linemen to run past. Do some sports ball analogies, right? in the playoffs or what? I don't think so. My record is atrocious. Um, my record is atrocious. I don't know how you get in, but unless the entire league did bad, I'm seven and six, and I don't think I was paying attention. Oh no, I was paying attention. Okay, I was like, my roster. All of a sudden, I have points. I forgot about Thursday night games. Wait a minute. Yet to play. Oh, no, no. It's nine each week, isn't it? Nine people? I don't freaking know. You guys aren't in my league. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I thought I made a mistake. Nice Autobots Christmas shirt. Thank you. This comes from the Christmas collection over there at 80s Tees. We are partner with 80s Tees. You can use code LONO for 30% off over there. We're also partner with Into the AM, so sometimes you'll see me wearing their shirts. You can also use code LONO at Into the AM. I love sports ball also. I forgot they play games on Thursday. I don't love sports ball and I don't watch. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. I gotta take I gotta take a quick break and stretch and use the restroom. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm ha- I'm having a hard time staying in the chair. So don't go anywhere, especially if you're interested in the game awards. I'm gonna be doing a rundown with Mike. We're not doing that member stream in the middle. It just there's just not enough space for it on Fridays, but that's why you get the Friday night member stream with my wife. So stick around. Maybe consider gifting some members. Let's hit another twenty-five spot. Let's just keep that going. We're super close to twelve hundred members. We really want to set our sights on 2,000. That's kind of the goal. So thank you so much for everybody who is making this thing climb every day. You are the best. If you can't afford a membership, watch and stick around. Don't leave. That ensures the likelihood of you getting one going up. All right? 
Maybe order some coffee. The Frickmas bags are going to be here today. I can't wait to show them to you. All right, I'll be right back. Don't leave. Stick around. Oh, okay, I'm back. Lona has the emote, so I have to ask him. What are you guys wanting? Oh, a Christmas tree emote? I don't think I ever did Christmas emotes, no. Like Santa hats or a Christmas tree? I don't think so. Sadly, if the deal doesn't go through... We'll have two years of debating who is getting which part of Activision Blizzard. God help us. Both are pretty bad, but dropping could at least have excuses about the pushback. Concession would look like a desperate move, and probably more people would criticize them for bending the knee.
Save all your game awards commentary for uh, for the next stream. Save it. Save it all. Save it all. All I want from this merger or non-merger is more StarCraft content. I've worked in finance for a long t- uh, for that long, and every company has a point where they would rather cut bait <clears throat> on a deal than pursue it to the point of taking a huge loss. I literally just check stream titles to see if I was jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want we we don't want to cannibalize the next the next show. We don't want to cannibalize the next show. We would really like the Reforge rundown to be like a nice weekly success, and we just we can't cannibalize what should be a really good show. We can't start talking about all that stuff. They'll just stay intact. They don't need consolidation money. They need distractions for their controversies, and they got it, says Jeeves. Yeah, I mean, there are people that think that's what's going on. There are definitely people that think that that is what is going on. They're like, hey, you know... Let's make everybody look over here so that they're not looking at like what's actually happening at Activision Blizzard. Because if you know Activision Blizzard, there, there's I don't even know what's going on with that case. There was a case brought forward where they were basically saying these companies colluded to distract everybody. Somebody ordered some Frickmas. Uh, Taylor, thank you for ordering some Frickmas blend. Appreciate you so so much. Thank you everybody who has hit subscribe today. Uh, who's become a member, gifted a member. Thank you, everybody, who has smashed the like button. So much support today. Could have probably been gone by now. I, I would imagine, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. Oh, you forgot to put your username in. Sorry, I'm not a coffee person. Otherwise, I would buy some Frickmas. Well, if you can't buy coffee... You can always buy yourself a pair of Gamer Advantage glasses. You know? You can look stylish and have really easy clip-on sunglasses to take with you. You can also reduce your eye strain and help your sleep patterns, especially if you're looking at screens all day. We are back with Gamer Advantage, by the way. That's a really, really big win for us. So be sure to uh, support that. Or gift some members. Dubair says, I got you, Lone Wolf. I'll get enough coffee for the both of us. <laughs> That's good. This is my first time trying the Frickmas blend after hearing about it. Listen, I'm going to fair warn you. The Frickmas blend tends to cannibalize our other coffee flavors. That's how good it is. Have you ever considered recording a canned rundown of your channel that you play when you get up to take a break? Kind of like a commercial? We've thrown around a couple of ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is the price flavor compared to Starbucks? That's what me and my fiance fiance usually buy. Teej, I will just say this. People in chat will tell you what they think about my coffee versus Starbucks. Also, if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try Reforge Roast. Just grab yourself a triple threat, get one of each, and just try them all. Or you can do the best of both worlds, a light roast and a dark roast. Our coffee is so smooth that most people end up just, now they drink my coffee instead. Even my wife, who's like, she can be a little bit of a coffee snob. There's local coffee she won't drink anymore because our coffee's just so much better. 
So, Dubert says it blows Starbucks out of the water. It throws it back and then blows it out again. Looking to those glasses now. Thank you. Mo says it's better than Starbucks. You can only go up from Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks burns their beans. Some people just get used to that flavor. I'm telling you, if you are used to Starbucks burnt coffee flavor, you're going to think my coffee is like the smoothest thing ever. You're going to be like, this is so velvety smooth compared to like the burnt Starbucks beans. It's way better than Starbucks beans and Starbucks beans are pretty good. The quality of Starbucks coffee is good, but the flavor palette of Starbucks coffee is burnt. Whenever you start making K-Cups, I may have to order one or two. I will never have K-Cups available. You can order reusable K-Cups from Amazon. We have a command for it. And then you can buy my coffee. It's more economical for you. I'm not ever going to do K-Cups. We, we're not even at a point where I can do like an order of whole bean. I can't order that level of volume. We're not big enough. And if I ever get to the point where I'm big enough to do that level of volume... I'd probably try to do like a decaf or something. I missed the beginning. What's a quick recap of the topic? All right, I'll give you guys a quick recap of the topic since we got a little bit of time before the show with Mike, before we do the rundown of the Game Awards. All right. The Xbox Activision deal blocked by the FTC is possible at this point because the FTC is suing and they believe that Microsoft will have the means and the motive to harm their competitors because there's a pattern of behavior that they believe is worrying since they made assurances to the U, the European regulators that they had a financial incentive to not limit or cease putting ZeniMax titles everywhere. And then once they bought ZeniMax, they immediately were like, yeah, Starfield and Redfall is ours. So. We also have, if you're a coffee snob, by the way, if you're coffee stuff, we don't do this this often. I'm, I'm not a big fan of like turning everything into like a commercial for our stuff, right? But if you're a coffee snob, this is reforgeroast.com. This is our website. Look how professional this looks. This is the new bags that will be here today, printed right on the bag, resealable. Our current bags that we're working through on the light and the dark roast, I can't wait to have every bag look like this. But you can go right here and go to About the Coffee, and we have all of the flavor profiles available. The original light roast, there's the flavor profile, all of the information about it. Uh, dark roast and the Frickmas. The thing about the Frickmas that should catch your attention is they use green grape to get the very crisp, citrusy sort of seasonal flavor. It's a seasonal blend. It tastes amazing. And I'm telling you, you won't taste the grape, but when you know about it, you're like, I kind of get it now. Like, that should be reason enough to try it out. Huming Phil Sniffles. <laughs> yeah, Eugene did not appreciate what was it? Phil Spencer said that uh, Sony Sony maintains their dominance by keeping Xbox small or whatever. Yo, my man Barrier snagging a bag of the Frickmas blend. Thank you, Barrier. The Reforge Roast reminds me of Civet Coffee, and that's high praise, says Zubair. What is Civet Coffee? And am I saying that right? I don't know what civet coffee is. Why is civet coffee expensive? The drawn out process of cultivation is one of the biggest factors in developing this coffee. Also the fact that it actually cherry picks the beans to consume and it adds to the pricing. Oh, it's the cat, it's the cat poop coffee. There you go. 
Also keep in mind when you buy Reforge Roast, you're not supporting like a sponsor. That's mine. That coffee is mine. Like my wife and kiddos ship it to you. They put little drawings in the bag and a whole vat of it's going to show up at my door any second. So you are you are supporting a small business when you do that. When you become a member or gift a member, you're supporting what I do. You're supporting my family and I greatly appreciate it. So since we're kind of like full bore talking through all of the stuff that we do, let me let me give you guys a member count. Let me give you guys a member. Hang on, I want to reopen that Twitter thread in case I uh, want it. I was about to say the drawings are the greatest part, especially if you're Abe and I draw a middle finger. We are at 1,205 members. 1,205. Let's make the next goal 1,500. I, I think we can hit 1,500 probably sometime next week. Imagine the third largest company in the world blaming their inability to successfully navigate the video game market due to Sony exclusivity. Actually, you don't have to imagine it. They did. Xbox is small because Sony pays to keep them down. How much coffee can you make re- using reusable K-Cups? I don't know. I'm not familiar with well, I'm not familiar with a Keurig. I just know that you can buy my coffee if you get a reusable uh, K-Cup. Yeah, the idea that like Microsoft... Microsoft small, big Sony mean. Like, what the frick? Come on. I'll convert the Discord eventually with Lono trying PSVR 2. Hold on. You can't call them the third biggest company now and then deny them that size in other arguments. Where are we denying that size in other arguments? Like, what arguments are we having where we're denying them that size? In the gaming space, Microsoft lacks size, yes. But the point is, if you're the third largest company in the world and you want to do the biggest game acquisition in existence, you want to do the biggest one ever, then you should expect people to take a look and be like, hey, what's going on over there? And then to be like, well, but they keep us small. What? When people talk about all that Xbox money and you say it's Microsoft money, not Xbox money. Right, because contextually when we do that, Zubair, we're pushing back on the notion that Xbox is super profitable and making tons of money. Right? We're pushing back on a false narrative to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Xbox isn't, isn't, isn't doing that hot. They're not making all that money. Okay, that's Microsoft's money. So when we make that dividing line, it's in a particular argument in a particular discussion we're, we're dealing with a you know a specific thing but in this discussion it makes sense to be like you're enormous and you have tons of money so arguing that like oh sony's keeping us small it just sounds funny coming from a company that size most of microsoft isn't worrying about gaming it's only xbox is worrying about gaming most of microsoft is worrying about enterprise sony's not the reason why xbox has been a 20-year failure That's the, I, I, yeah, I think that's the point that Eugene's trying to make. Is like, th- you can't blame your your lack of, of, of space in gaming. You can't blame that on Sony. I tend to agree with that. Let us compete. In 20 years, no one's been stopping them from acquiring studios and developing. A tad unfair to buy an established third-party publisher who Sony has invested millions in. 
It's still a silly point by Xbox. That's not an issue. <clears throat> I like my coffee really strong with plenty of flavor. What would you recommend? Hey, three orders of coffee just came rolling in. A bag of Frickmas to somebody named Michael. And then assumed Parasite grabbed a bag of Frickmas. And then no Noel, I think. Or Noel, probably Noel, grabbed a bag of Frickmas. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, my recommendation to you, if that's the kind of coffee you like, I would probably get our dark roast. You could do the triple threat and just try all three, but you'd you would probably lean towards our dark roast, and you might want to make it strong, like like Zubair saying, maybe do an extra scoop. Keep supporting Spotify, Lono Returnal streams. Thank you, Jay. Jacob's Kronung, best coffee for me. Well, hey, try mine. See what you think. Idea for Xbox. Hire people with the talent to meet your goals instead of spending billions. Bear says, I do dark roast with seven scoops for six cups. I recommend four scoops for every 16 ounces of water. I think that's like the perfect blend with our coffee. My wife does four scoops with about 12 ounces of water. I do four scoops with 16 ounces. Basically, every four ounces you're doing a scoop is what I think is the, is the perfect blend. Six, six cups of coffee in ounces. How many ounces is that? That's 48 ounces. So that means you're doing you're doing a scoop for every eight ounces, right? A cup of my coffee maker is probably four ounces. This is saying this is saying that six US cups of coffee is forty-eight ounces. Not a real cup. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably pretty dadgum strong. My dad doesn't make his coffee very strong. When we made it our way, he said that he felt like he could stand the spoon up in the coffee. He was like, I feel like I could stand the spoon up in this. Oh my word. Hey, another another order of coffee came through. You guys are blowing it up, man. A triple threat to my man Nova Hands. Thank you, Nova Hands. I'm a country boy. How does it compare to my Folgers I normally drink? Oh, boy. Folgers is very um I'm not being I'm not being insulting. It's pretty low. It's pretty low grade coffee. Folgers is like when you're making coffee for like all the dudes in the construction shop, you know what I'm saying? You just this this is premium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Folgers is I need as much coffee as you can give me. It's, you know, ours is premium. Ours is a premium product, and we we charge a very competitive price. If you go to any of the other coffee providers out there in this space, we we're we're very competitive with our pricing. We have been told by coffee snobs that we don't charge enough for our coffee. It's a gourmet cupcake. I prefer to use a French press, but I usually go with around 16 to 1. 
I usually go with 30 G's of coffee for 50, 500 G's of water. Down in the south, it's community coffee for the construction workers. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to make a bunch of coffee for the boys, because they're you know they're going to be working that day, you know, it, that gets the job done. There, it's a means to an end at that point. Like they're not drinking for flavor; they're drinking because they need they, they need that ritual, they need that caffeine. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Jesse. To be clear, you can drink what you like, but Folgers is Bud Light. (laughs) Listen, listen. Every industry needs a Bud Light. Every industry needs a Folgers. I I, I believe it. How about Death Wish? I've had people tell me that they, they like my coffee better than Death Wish. I love Death Wish branding. I really do. We took slight inspiration in our um, in our minimalistic bag approach like if you look at our bag this obviously doesn't look like death wish but I very much enjoy a very minimalistic design approach to, to, to labeling and I really like death wishes uh, branding but I've had people tell me that they like my stuff better than death wish Bud Light's an amazing product the consistency across such massive production is a great achievement I don't have any problem with Bud Light. My wife says it tastes like corn pops. Like it's so sweet. Raijin says, I moved from Death Wish. I was a diehard Death Wish drinker. There you go. Yeah, some people like Black Rifle. I've not had many many people compare my coffee to Black Rifle. I don't know how many people here buy and, and drink and consume Black Rifle. I like Black Rifle's branding too. Strong, militaristic looking, you know. I bet your vets love it. Hang on. This may help explain why Sony's practices aren't considered anti-competitive. Okay. Section 1. A violation has three elements. An agreement, which unreasonably restrains competition, and which affects interstate commerce. Section 2. Monopolization violation has two elements. The possession of monopoly power in a relevant market, and the willful acquisition or maintenance of that power as distinguished from growth or development as a consequence of superior product, business acumen, or historic accident. Divers saying light over the dark. (coughs) Any deals on shipping for the holidays? I can't give you a deal on shipping because I'm paying USPS. <clears throat> I don't have any control over shipping prices. If I gave you a discount on shipping prices, all I would be doing is eating that. I would just be eating it. I know. I just spent a ton of money to get the Frickmas blend shipped to my house. Cross state. <clears throat> cross country. We distinguish between people trying to buy market power and people who achieve it through superior products, business acumen, and history. Right, so when it comes to antitrust violations, they're saying there's a difference between buying market power and getting it through having a superior product. Like, as we were just saying, when it comes to Bud Light, when it comes to, like, cheap, affordable light beer, their product has achieved market dominance 
through business acumen and having a superior product. Again, in that threshold, like I think it tastes like swill, like sugary swill, but to each their own. I used to drink PBR all the time. I kind of want to get some of it and try it and see what I think of it now, now that I've been drinking like IPAs. And I'm not like hipster IPA guy. You guys got me to try some and it converted me. I tried some good IPAs and it really changed my mind. Freddie Jackson with 20 months and it's a VIP. Hey, the big 2-0, my man. Welcome back. Oh, I did not. I need to schedule this. I didn't schedule. I need to schedule the run now. I'm like sitting here daydreaming. I'm gonna, I'll schedule it for 12.15. That way the 30-minute noti goes out. Not that the 30-minute noti is like super important, but I just think that rhythm is important for people to get that. Okay, we got four spoken just in case. I don't know if we're going to do a Forspoken gameplay stream, but the demo should be installed by now. And uh, Creature got me a thumb and a title and description. Oops. Um, hang on. Whoops. Okay. Gaming news. No, it doesn't. Well, yes, it does. I guess freaking stuff. It's not letting me post. There it goes. It, like, it wouldn't let me go into a different box. I think they've simplified monetization too on live streams. There's only like three things I can select now. There used to be a bunch of things I could select. Sony just bought devs in smaller chunks. This is literally multiple smaller purchases versus one large purchase argument no it's not there's a giant difference between buying insomniac and buying a freaking publisher who owns like 30 different properties and developers it's not even remotely the same it's not comparable people saying the 10 year deal is good are just misled about it microsoft is going to another lay uh, lay place gen on 10 years making ten, caught exclusive maybe a last resort to save themselves scum I, I honestly don't think that's the strategy I think when they say that they don't have an interest in making cod exclusive I actually believe them I know they're got they've got themselves into a bit of a problem because they said similar things about Zenimax. They used almost identical language and argumentation with Zenimax. 
a three more coffee orders coming in my man kratos got a bag of the frickmas blend joseph got a bag of the frickmas blend and it's me bernie got a bag of the frickmas blend you guys are the freaking best thank you thank you man y'all went nuts on members yesterday and y'all are going crazy with the coffee today thank you for that support those contracts and commitments don't matter says eugene Small acquisitions and singular exclusivity deals spread out over decades are normal course of business. Versus y'all going to enjoy that coffee. You can yell at me if you don't like it. Going exclusive on COD, you'd lose a huge income stream. And this is a, this is a point that Eugene was trying to make earlier, and we haven't driven this point home that much. It's not about what they will do. Right? It's about what they can do. It's like giving it's like all of a sudden, if somebody came to your neighborhood and said, We're really campaigning for giving everybody their own personal fire hydrant that they can turn on anytime they need to. Because just in case there's a fire, you'd be able to respond to the fire much faster and then the fire department, you know, could show up. And you may be like, oh, that sounds great. But then somebody might say, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You would be giving people the means and the power to be extremely destructive. What if somebody gets mad at their neighbor? What if somebody just decides to start, you know, tearing up somebody else's house or property, right? You're saying, well, I'm not going to do that. It's not about whether or not you will. It's that you could. You could. What if we don't like it but love it? You may touch my special place. Also, that Hades 2 uh, actually went down around 4 this morning. Sony has to be ticked being completely isolated. Wait, how is Sony ticked and isolated? I don't understand. In what, in what universe is Sony isolated or ticked or in a bad spot? I'm confused. Man, that Lego channel, you guys, that thing is, that thing is, I'm very, I'm, that little that channel's humming, baby. It's a little, little channel, and it is scrappy. Scrappy little channel. I love it. I just check it every once in a while, and I'm like, look at you go. It's not about market share either. Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. Two Frickmas bags to Abe. IGN rated 4 out of 10 for Choo Choo Charles. That's a bad argument, I will say, because you could do a lot of things with all kind of stuff. Oh, that was you, Infinite. Sorry. We really enjoy watching the Lego channel. Thank you, Heavy Metal Mama. Wait, that Lego streamer with the Coffee Empire used to do video game coverage? That's crazy. <laughs> Glad the channel's working out for you. Such good content. I mean, it's just cool to see, man. Is there a command for the Lego channel? Yeah, just exclamation point Lego. And if you want to send sets, we have a wishlist command as well. And if you want to make set recommendations, we have a place in the Discord for that. There are so many examples of mergers that resulted in small market shares being blocked. 
Yeah, I mean, but again, to say, oh, it's a bad argument. You know, you could do a lot of things with all kind of stuff. The, the point that I'm making is, is that, you know, public safety would come in and say, we can't give everybody their own personal fire hydrant, right? Everybody could hurt somebody else or could hurt a child or a child could hurt themselves, right? So the, the, the regulators are doing that. They're saying, what could this company do? Because once the deal's done, the deal's done. And this is where Microsoft got themselves into a bad situation because they basically said, hey, uh, we're not going to do it with ZeniMax, and they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as simple as, oh, they promised that they wouldn't. Where'd the name come from? So the name of the Lego channel is The Brick Abbey because the channel was pretty much, it was pretty much inspired by my kids getting me back into Lego for my son's birthday. And I read the Redwall books to them. And the Redwall Abbey, I thought a really cool, chill name for like, you know, a nice comforting place to come hang out would be The Brick Abbey. That's why the logo is red as well. Redwall Abbey. So, because the walls of the Abbey are red in those books. So... Eventually, there'll be videos over there of me doing stuff with my kiddos or my wife. You won't be able to see them, but, you know, you'll be able to hear them. Just ordered coffee, Christmas present for my dad. Oh, thank you so much. Christmas blend. There you go. Thank you so much for that, Garrett. It's the U.S. with nuclear codes. We won't use them, but the threat and the risk of having them keeps others. Yeah, I mean, well, there's more to it than that, but yes, to a certain degree. What is an abbey? What's well, A-B-B-E-Y. An abbey is like, I believe it typically refers to a very big building location, right? Like Downton Abbey referred to that big, huge property, did it not? The building or buildings occupied by a community of monks or nuns. Yeah, traditionally, it would be another word for like a monastery or what do they call them? Nunneries? Like, it was kind of a religious thing. So the abbey in Redwall is like, it's a place of peace. And every once in a while, they have to rise up and defend themselves. That's kind of the point. Did you watch the awards? What are you most hyped for? I'm going to be discussing the game awards in a segment called The Rundown here in a little bit with my man 30 and still gaming. Also got a bag of Frickmas, huge coffee drinker. Word on the street is it's excellent. Thank you, Thunderhawk. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate so many people ordering the coffee. I just find it funny that all these people that crap talk NetEase, Tencent, they don't think the idea of these companies controlling so much through acquisitions is okay, but Microsoft buying Activision is okay. Like a church of some sort? Right, yeah, like a monastery, like an abbey. Yeah, abbey, monastery. Is nunnery a word? I feel like it's not. Coffee finally get delivered. It is out for delivery today. It's on the FedEx truck. It got into the city. It got into my city yesterday. 
convent it might it might be convent full transparency I'm gonna make the frick miss with the dark I've heard I had a couple people do that yeah 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 just posted my new tattoo to the memes channel so hyped you're able to post in the memes channel oh my gosh that's ridiculous oh somebody put a set suggest in there Christmas and dark mix is awesome buying your way to market dominance after you failed to accrue it through natural means is not competition yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. There were there were a lot of people that defended the Xbox Activision deal by saying, "Oh, this is this is this is this is competition. That's competition, baby." No, it's not. Like, no, it's not. That's not competition. That's the opposite of competition. Ain't that what Sony did when they got into the market? Who did they buy up that was dominating the market? What do you mean? What 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 section of the gaming market did Sony buy up to, to suddenly have a foothold in the market? Who who did they buy up? What publisher? They bought developers. How is that not? It's just a different method or the same result. What do you mean, how is that not competition? Because there's literally laws against it. Remember when Sony bought Sega? I don't. They bought Psygnosis, and that hurt Sega? What happened? How did they lie? So apparently the FTC is citing assurances that Microsoft made to the European regulators when they bought ZeniMax, and then shortly after they acquired ZeniMax, which is Bethesda, they made Starfield and Redfall exclusive after saying, we don't have a financial vested interest in making titles under the ZeniMax umbrella uh, exclusive. And then they did it anyway. So the FTC is worried. It's like, you'd have the means and the motive to restrict the market if this goes through and you're making assurances that you won't, but you've done this before. You've done this before. It was wouldn't be the first time you told a regulator, no, nah, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. We're, we're not going to do that. The FTC had been proven to be lying with the statement on Bethesda because right on the legal documents, Xbox said legacy titles will remain, but the new titles will be case-by-case basis. Yes, but Windsor guy, you need to read the conclusion that the EU came to, Right? This is the conclusion that the EU came to. So Microsoft convinced them, and this is what the EU concluded. Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. So Microsoft did say they were going to do case by case, but they made assurances and convinced the regulators that, quote, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. So... To expect the regulators to come to that conclusion again is silly. 
you want us to come to the conclusion again that you're telling us now you don't have a financial incentive to limit the scope of Activision Blizzard properties because Microsoft literally said that in a document recently that they are counting on the revenue of of Activision Blizzard titles being on multiple platforms they're counting on that revenue and if you want the regulators to conclude that that's true it's really hard to conclude that that's true because they concluded in the ZeniMax deal and then it ended up not happening did they directly lie? no but they certainly pushed things and framed things in a way that the EU concluded Microsoft's not going to do that they don't have an incentive to do that I think that statement could be read to mean that we aren't removing any existing games. We'll continue to make those games available. Right. But the EU hears it and internalizes it and con- and concludes they don't have an incentive to cease or limit making games available for purchase on rival consoles. Like, you're not going to cease or limit. Meaning, like, going forward, Zenimax games are going to be in these places not just the current ones like the whole point of making those assurances is about the future about where things are going to go so the regulators assume what Microsoft's intentions were no they were swayed by the argumentation according to the documents okay if you read the EU's decision on the Zenimax deal, Microsoft was making all the arguments it's making now about Call of Duty. They wouldn't it wouldn't make money sense, not enough people are switching. So there's a there's a section of the actual documents where Microsoft made the same arguments. There's no financial incentive for us to do this. They're saying the same things now. So they didn't assume their intentions. Microsoft said the same things they said to get the Zenimax deal to go through, they're saying the same things now. And as soon as the ink was dry on the Zenimax contract, you got Phil Spencer out here saying, Starfield, Redfall, and Elder Scrolls, those are our titles now. Wait, what? A week ago, it was, we don't have a business incentive to limit Zenimax stuff, or to cease putting their stuff on on rival consoles. And then their first act of of business after it's done is to to do just that so I'm not saying they lied but I am saying the FTC is looking at and saying you kind of lied right Microsoft was very careful in their verbiage very careful in their wording but they painted a picture that there's no business incentive for us to do that, and they're doing the same thing now. I found what looks like an EU judgment on this. I'll have to take a look for myself. I'm not even saying Microsoft did anything wrong by making uh, Starfield and Redfall exclusive. I'm not saying that either. Nope. I'm saying the FTC's framing of this makes sense. It's like hey, uh, this all sounds really familiar. You guys said all these things when you bought ZeniMax. And then, your case-by-case basis almost immediately turned into, oh no, yeah, all future titles are ours. 
the honor existing contracts good for you you kind of have to and then what everything else is ours yeah yeah we bought Zenimax gave the impression that we didn't have a business incentive in limiting uh, their stuff or ceasing their stuff you know showing up on other rival platforms and then the very first thing you do is oh no yeah anything outside of these existing contracts that's ours now I'm not saying you're wrong I'm saying it's ambiguous and maybe it's ambiguous by ill intent yeah maybe Although Zenimax was like the largest acquisition at the time, it was still arguably normal course of business. Blizzard Activision is not, says Eugene. They don't have to honor the contracts. It would have been a giant uphill legal battle to not honor the contracts, Mo. They do have to honor the contracts. Like, if you if 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 you sign a contract with Sony and then you get bought, that contract doesn't just dissolve. That'd be so easy to get out of contracts then. It'd be so easy to get out of a contract. Yeah, I signed this contract. I, I really don't want to honor it. So I'm going to have my wife create a shell company and then buy me. And now I can get out of the contract. I don't. Yeah, I, you don't have a contract with me anymore. Sorry, I have a new parent company. That's not how that works. They 100% have to honor those contracts. If you buy a company, you have to honor existing contracts. Yeah, like you're saying things that aren't true, man. a lot of money being exchanged it has to be looked at right but them honoring the existing contracts that Zenimax had with Sony you don't get credit for that you have to do that you don't get credit for that oh but we honored the existing contracts you freaking have to I take care of my kids you know that's what that sounds like what do you want a cookie Like, outside of the existing contracts, as soon as they have Zenimax, they're like, this is all ours now, not going to Sony. It's like, wait a minute, wait, what? You, you gave us the impression, you, you said that, it, you, that you didn't have a business interest in doing that. And then, they're trying the same line with this acquisition. They're like, oh, we don't have any, there's no financial motivation for for us to do that, you know? Like I said, it's like in the movies where the guy's on a date and he uses a line, right? He uses a line on a girl and a girl behind him says, he used that line on me last week. Don't trust him. Are you going to play the Forspoken demo? I'm actually not sure. Let's see how the next show goes. I want to see the, the Reforge rundown supported. I think it's a great show, and uh, we'll see how I feel at the end of it. <laughs> or I might just be like, I'll see y'all tonight <laughs> for members. We'll see, we'll see. I do want to check it out. I do want to check it out, but three streams is a big ask. Which, if Mike's around, I, I need to get set up. I need to get set up for the for the next show.
He's ready? Okay. Perfect. Close that. Close that. Go in here. And start the video call. Oh, why is my camera not working? Because nothing works the first try ever. I don't know why I have no I have no program open that should be using my camera. Um, maybe it's Discord. If you guys are excited to talk about the Game Awards and Elden Ring winning the Game of the Year and all of that, we're getting ready to transition. There you are into a segment we call the Reforge Rundown. It's a weekly show. It'll be a new show. We're gonna we're gonna go over to it in just a second. Uh, where? hang out with my man 30 and still gaming beard is looking righteous you like it let me let me move the microphone out of the way look look, look at this thing there you go there you go oh are you getting homeless homeless level are you gonna be facing that way for the show i'm sorry say again it looks good are you gonna face that way for the show no no i'm gonna face this way okay i was gonna i was gonna switch i was gonna switch to my other camera if you were gonna look that way no, no, this is my camera. I'm, I'm, I'm editing something real fast on my oh, okay. main monitor. Yeah, you're good. Then you're good. You're good. Uh, all right. I'm gonna pull you over. Rod, chat. And I'm gonna shrink myself a little. you're talking to one another i know like you just face like that if, if you want me to i, I we, we could do that no 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 no. it's fine because i'd have to go to the other side my it, it wouldn't work because you would be facing in and i would not be i would be facing my other camera has me facing away from you <laughs> like if you make a point that i really don't like i'm just gonna go like this. i'm just going to this way. <laughs> just are you ignoring me yeah. I'm, I'm turning my back on you <laughs> All right, let me get this set up here. Mirror it. I hate doing mirror. It makes everything backwards. Everything on your shirt and words. Plus, it, make, plus it makes you look fatter. It does. Yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah. do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I lost some weight. I'm looking good. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to look fatter. Let me bring up, uh, let me bring chat over here so I can see chat. Do you get early act up to four days of early access to Diablo? Oh, that's the ultimate edition. I hate that you have to pre-order to get the beta, like to, to participate in the beta. Like just open it up. You know what I mean? Just, just open it up. I'm always torn on it. Because all I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-order, play the demo. That's what it is. And then cancel my pre-order <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean and then be like i'll wait for the game to come out i don't know yeah but at least then you're still you're still in the position of power there as the consumer 
sure. I just, it, it's just a, it's just a dumb way of be like, hey, yeah, pay for our pre-order so you can try our beta. Just open it up. You'll get more people to play it than people be like more inclined to pay for it afterwards if they enjoy themselves. Yeah, early access to the main game isn't all versions. I know. I didn't like that when I saw that. I did not like that when I saw that. You got to spend more if you want to get in like four days early or whatever. Yeah, stealth. The Transformers games got me on a different level right now, man. I'm, I'm excited about Transformers. Oh, I just noticed your shirt. Oh, yeah. Coincidence. Just, just... Christmas. Transformers Christmas shirts on. That's not coincidence. Was that coincidence? We planned it. Okay, I was like, there's no way that's a coincidence. No, I literally just was rotating through my Christmas shirts from 80s tees. <laughs> okay, the Reforge Rundown. The Game Awards 2022. And not a tweet. Live. Oh, wait, I'm on camera. Let me uh, let me brush my beard for a second. Here, let me do that. There you go. Got you. Got to have a good, a good beard comb, man. Got to have a good beard comb. Okay. The reforge rundown. Game Awards 2022 live. I'm gonna send that out. Tweets are away. Got a little gray there, buddy. Gray in the beard's awesome. Of course I have gray. You have kids. Show me a guy that has... Show me a parent that has children and doesn't have gray hair. Come on. They're lying to themselves with a dye in it. (laughs) Probably true. Okay, lowering the music in the mix. Chat, I'm going to spam you with links to where we're going if you prefer to not use the redirect because I'm going to start a new stream and take you over there. Sometimes that doesn't work. If you want to just click the link in chat, get over there. Um, Do me a favor and do all the things during the stream. Make sure you're smashing like. You can gift members. You know, if you guys hit that 25, I'll do it even during the show. Uh, Do all the things. I can't, obviously, in the middle of a show with another person, harp on those things. Be like, hey, guys. You know what I'm saying? But we know all the things that help a video do well. So do me a favor and head over there now and click the likes or whatever. Or when you get taken over on the redirect to do it. And uh, we will get into this. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't have anything planned. We're just going to talk about the game wars. There's a lot. And we like to include the chat. So go over there. Give us your thoughts. Give us what you think. What you liked. What you didn't like. And we will do our best to include that in the show. Okay? Ignore you. Yeah, we'll be like, ah, chat's talking a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Who cares what they say? No, we're not going to do that. Um, all right. Speak for yourself. I'm going to sit quiet for like a, like maybe five seconds, and then we're going to launch the show. Thanks so much for clicking on this video if you're watching the past broadcast. Every Friday, we're going to try to do this regularly. It is a new segment called the Reforge Rundown. It used to be more of a roundtable, but one of our co-hosts, Ginger, had some obligations that he had to take care of. And I love making content with my man 30 and still gaming. 
So we decided to call it the rundown. A great thing to run down stuff from the week. Obviously, we'll lead with the biggest story, which is the Game Awards. What did you think? What was going on? Why did Bill Clinton get mentioned? And we are going to be chopping this up together. Mike and I have been making content together for probably seven years. So I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to bring people over from the previous live stream where we talked about the Xbox deal. We're not talking about that this stream. We are talking.